Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 535, and the Rolling Stones are back to Nagel on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, today uh, sunny with a high of 42. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. In an unusual twist, comedian Marty Caproni will be joining us today. Oh, really? That almost never happens. And in another unusual twist, this podcast is brought to you by Marcotte Ford. Yes, they got your back for sales, service, parts, yeah. and rentals. Marcotte, Ford, and Holyoke. Thanks for bringing that up, Steve. That could have easily slipped my mind, and that would have been inappropriate. No, we don't want to. Hey, listen, it happens. Uh, I mean, we always usually get to it anyway, but uh, let's 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 make a new resolution for the new year that we'll do it every day. Every single at, day. At the time yeah. we do it. Well, I got to tell you, Steve, this is my last show of the year. Yes. I'm on vacation tomorrow, the day after, entire week after that. And then I'm back after the new year. I feel like I'll, I'll be refreshed and uh, on my game, on my A game starting in January. You'll be douched. Totally douched. But until that happens, I'm just going through the motions of a guy who's looking at vacation at the end of the day. Well, I got a little something something for you this morning, so we'll get to that uh, probably around 745 or so. Perfect. 536 at Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Celebrate the 36. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well for the pump and into the house. Uh, maybe. Oh, I got to do it over here? No, no, no. No, you can do it? Uh, you can do it? Yeah, no, that's, uh, man, how come I can't find this audio? Can you do it over there? Sure, all I can right, do anything you want. You do want. Yeah, sure, I got it. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. The button shifted on me. Yeah, I, that's, I just that's find what out. Uh, Quentin Tarantino was close to directing a bloodier Star Trek movie, but opted out of making it because he didn't want it to be his last film. Can you imagine Quentin Tarantino directing a Star Trek film? For probably three hours long with nothing happening, and finally Captain James Kirk kills everybody in a bloodbath. In a bloodbath at the uh, on the on the USS Enterprise. You know, I'd kind of like to see that though. I kind of would like to too, but it's not going to happen. Writer Mark Smith is now opening up about the hesitation Tarantino had about directing the fourth installment of the film franchise that started with J.J. Abrams' 2019 reboot. Quentin and I went back and forth. He was going to do some stuff on it. Then he started worrying about the number, his kind of unofficial number of films. I remember we were talking, and he goes, if I can just wrap my head around the idea that Star Trek would be my last movie, the last thing I ever do, is that how I really want to end my career? It wouldn't be his last. Every great director has a, a bump in the road once in a while. I'm sure uh, Martin Scorsese said years ago, uh, Raging Bull will be my last movie. And then he went on to make 30 other films. Raging Bull is one of his better movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. You, know, know. you reach a peak like that, you're like, what else do I need to do? I don't need to do anything more. He's a... I would really like to see this bloodbath. Because he wanted it to be a rated R uh, rating on yeah. it. You see, in the, in the TV show, there's almost no blood. Yeah. No blood. Like, if you zap a guy with a phaser... I expect there to be blood all over the place. I expect it to be a real, a real bloodbath. What about that neck thing? Yeah. Was the Spock's thumb go right into the collarbone? Collar. I don't know, but I'd like to see that. 
he said, I think his vision was just to go hard. It was a hard rated R. It was going to be some Pulp Fiction violence. Not a lot of language. We saved a couple of things for just special characters to kind of drop that into the Star Trek world. But it was really uh, just the edginess and the kind uh, of that Tarantino flair. Man, he, that would have been so damn cool. Yeah, sure would have been. And Samuel L. Jackson. He would have been like a great um, Sulu. Time to get these Monday through Friday snakes off this monkey fighting enterprise. These Monday through Friday Klingons. Yeah. You got to wake up the gimp. Or no, the, uh, what's the... <laughs> The game's sleeping. But anyway, no more Quentin Tarantino in That's the Star Trek franchise. Uh, Kesha has got some good news. She is now finally free uh, from her uh, Dr. Luke Kimasabi's record label. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. She held uh, her back for too long. Back in June, the pair reached a settlement in their defamation lawsuit just one month before the case was, go to, was due to go to trial. It came after Kesha released her fifth album, Gag Order. Her contractually obligated final LP for Kimasabi back in May. Kesha initially sued Dr. Luke in 2014, claiming he had sexually assaulted and emotionally abused her. He denied the allegations and countersued the artist, claiming that she had breached the recording contract uh, they had with one another and made up rape allegations in an attempt to get out of the deal. Kesha has maintained her original claims against Dr. Luke, but yesterday it was reported that she has departed Kimasabi as well as RCA Records and vector management. She can now go hmm. on to being a train wreck all on her own. Well, thank goodness. It was a real cumbersome burden for her. She's using Jack Daniels' mouthwash in the morning. That's not an effective way of freshening your breath. How do you party? Well, I go from zero to Kesha in six drinks. <laughs> uh, you you got to tap the brake every now and then, though. Tay-Tay is getting some uh, little hate here. Last year, Taylor Swift was named the biggest celebrity CO2 polluter, a title she looks to take for a second year running after various trips to see her Kansas City boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. You know, most of us would do uh, anything for love, but Tay-Tay is no exception. Uh, Swift is keeping her romance alive by taking as many flights as she can fit in her schedule to see her new man. It's still up for debate how long the pair have been dating, with fans believing the couple's first date was her attending one of his games with his mother back in September of this year. Swift cleared up the rumor of the timeline, calling it psychotic, telling Time Magazine, by the time I went to that first game, we were already a couple. I think some people think that they saw our first date at that game. We would never be psychotic enough to hard launch a first date like that. Up to now, Swift has been flying out to spend quality time with uh, the tight end, uh, taking... Yeah. That means two things. Uh, taking 12 journeys to be with him this year, which may be great for the relationship, but horrible for the environment. The journeys so far have used up 12,622 gallons of jet fuel, which is calculated to be a whopping $70,779. This relationship has blown an enormous hole through the ozone. Based on statistics taken from Instagram accounts Taylor Swift's jets, the singer-songwriter's flights have now produced 138 tons of CO2 emissions to date. You know, that may be uh, very true, but if I can just uh, back up a, a quick second. You know, of course a football game would not be their first date. Right. What kind of first date is that where you you have to spend three hours or more away from each other on a first date? I know. While he yeah. plays football. This is, that's more, she was there for support. They had already been dating, and uh, he was 
That's Play, it. He was playing tight end, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I get it. But get it. Uh, people are more worried about the greenhouse gas equivalencies calculator. This is the equivalent of energy used by 17 homes in one year or the electricity uh, use of 26.9 homes for one year. Steve, if this relationship means that I have to endure a greater exposure to UV rays, yeah. I'll do it. I will do it. Listen, uh... The good news is all of her fans are using paper straws, so it's making up for all the uh, CO2 emissions that they're worried about her putting into the environment. Can't have it both ways. I don't know why they're, they're being so hard on her about this. This is like the only thing they can come up with to hate on her for. Because she's never done anything wrong in her entire life. You don't think so? Not that I'm aware of. Kim Kardashian was dazzling in a Santa outfit for her latest cocktail party, but she accidentally spilled some nutmeg drink on her outfit. Really? Mm-hmm. Just had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I had nutmeg all over me was when Ray J, spray, uh, Ray J sprained the spruce and covered me in leg nog in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. It's just not the season of Christmas without a did little leg nog. Ha- did you ever have leg nog? Every year. It's that's that's like elf arrival is what that is. <laughs> Caitlin. <laughs> well, Kim, it was the night before Christmas and all through the house and your mother was wearing nothing, not even her blouse. Ooh, I like the way this is going. You like where I'm going? With I this? do. Yeah. And while she two handed my Yule log. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I spoke too soon. <laughs> I couldn't help but grin. To the vision of my sugar plums dancing on her chin. What are you trying to say? It was a knife. It was a knife full of giving, and because I'm sly like a fox, I made sure everything I gave her came in a can or in the box. <laughs> and though I will not apologize if you find these offensive and brash, Merry Christmas to all in Hollywood trash! Oh, beautiful. Nicely done. Thank you so much. Have a great day. That's it. Go ahead. Move on to the thing. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 42. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, as I said this uh, before, uh, in an unexpected move, Marty Caproni will be joining us after 7 o'clock this morning. I don't know who that is. I've never heard He's of him. He's a uh, local comedian that, uh, you know, is fashioning himself to be some sort of, uh, you know, uh, a club owner. Yeah, club owner. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, you're running the uh, the loft comedy club, oh. very much like it's uh, suddenly the uh, the improv at Chicopee. Never heard of that place before. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll have something to say about it uh, when he gets here. Well, I'm sure uh, we can uh, we can get into that. Uh, I don't know. I got nothing uh, going on this morning. I'm, uh. I'm just uh, I'm scrambling. I got uh, I got some stuff I want to do a little bit later on, but not right yet. Let me uh, uh, just to let you know what's going on in my world here. Uh, today is my last show for the year of 2023. Right. right. I mean, I'm you know, I'll be back in January. You know, knock on wood. You know, stranger uh, things have I, happened. I was gonna say, uh, don't, nothing's guaranteed, my friend. No, I get that, yeah. but uh, you know, this is uh, vacation week, and I feel like you must feel this from time to time, like right before you're ready to go on vacation. Yeah. Like you've basically tapped out. All the enthusiasm and joy of work. <laughs> and you know that you just need the time to kind of like reset everything. I did that back in August. Yeah, I know. I know you did. And, I, and I've been there since August. And you've, oh, come yeah. on. You've come back from August, like, uh, you know, swinging to the warning yeah. track. Uh huh. Whereas I feel like, 
you know, it's been a while since I took some time off. It's uh, it's it's now time. It's me time. This is how I'm going to move into the new year. But, but but you're the kind of person that takes these vacations and then after taking it's I mean, that's a lot of days off. Between now and the time we... So when do we come back? We come back on the 2nd? On the 2nd. So that's... Uh, well, let me see. Is there a calendar here that we can... How many days is it? Did you uh, Well, let's see. If uh, one, two... Am I counting weekends? Yes, you're counting uh, one, weekends. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 days. It's my 12 days of Christmas. 13 days. You're not including the 1st. Yeah, I am. Oh, wait a minute. Tomorrow? Tomo- so one, one, two, two three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten eleven, twelve. Twelve. All right, twelve. Twelve days of Christmas. It's Baxi's twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be, uh, by the end of the vacation, you'll be, uh, in the middle of it, you'll be like, I wish I could go back to work. No. Yes, you no, will. No, yes, no, you no. Will. No, you know what? It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be uh, It's going to be January 1st. It's going to be like around six o'clock at night. And it's going to be uh, almost time to start thinking about, hmm. I guess I'm going back to work tomorrow. What? It, like that's like the saddest day. I mean, usually like uh, you know, New Year's Day is supposed to be uh, filled with joy and optimism. But you know, for me, it's going to be like, ah, Jesus, I got to go back to work tomorrow. I have like you know, like a schedule of vacation that I take. You know, like uh, places I go like every yeah. year. I, I always know in April I'm going to go down to uh, to Hilton Head, and I always know uh, that I'll probably <laughs> go Hilton to Hilton. Yeah. Uh, or I'll uh, go down to the Outer Banks in August or something like that, or I'll go to Georgia in June. You know, yeah. like that's like a tradition uh, kind of thing. You don't seem to have that kind of, like you don't seem to take vacation at, well, at I would the say, same time every year or for the same thing. Right. Well, I mean, it used to be uh, we would go to Milwaukee for every vacation. Well, I don't have to do that anymore i don't have to get into a car and then drive way the hell out of my way to enjoy christmas uh but in february during like a regular school vacation Mm -hmm. you know jenny and i'll take the same week well because she's a teacher she's a teacher right and uh and so it makes sense to take that week off too because Mm -hmm. i think our intention is you know maybe we'll do something in february another set in stone but i mean there's maybe we'll do something maybe we'll reconnect with each other We'll, we yeah, we'll vacation together. We'll vacation together. That, yeah, that'll be, yeah. that'll be, uh, that'll not never happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I have ideas of what I want to do. I mean, I like to start traveling a little bit more, make the most out of these yeah. vacations. But this is, uh, you know, this vacation is wedged in between two major holidays. So, so what? I, we're not going anywhere. We're not, not doing anything. Go live your life. You, 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 it's not going to last very long. Listen, we, it doesn't last very long for anybody. You we should got really lo- go and enjoy yourself. Well, we got lots of plans coming up in uh, in January. Going yeah. to a, going to a Broadway show. We're going to uh, splurge for something like that. Which Broadway show are you going to see? Uh, Book of Mormon. Oh, I always wanted to see that. I'll tell you how it ends. I know how it ends. I just, uh, I, I just, I've always wanted to see it. Yeah, well, we we're, we're gonna, we got plans for for that. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Huh? Um, and then you know we're thinking about you know where we want to go for February. Uh huh. Um, and then uh, Nassau. No, nah, I don't think we're gonna go to, N- to the Bahamas. Yeah. I don't think we're gonna do that. But uh, you know, someplace, someplace, uh, you know, within the continental U.S. Oh, all right. So, I mean, someplace so, slightly warmer, but we haven't really decided that So not yet. like Italy or Portugal or, you know. 
there's a part of me that says, you know, I'd love to go to those places, but yeah. I only have a week off. Yeah, you know, there was a, it was, what was it? Uh, I think it was back about five years ago. I, I went, I wound up going to Vegas uh, on my own because, well, I had a, I wanted to plan a trip. And I, and, and the reason why I went to Vegas was uh, to, to commit all types of debauchery by myself. Right. But also to see the Grand Canyon and do all that stuff. So that, that was the reason why I went out there. But the original plan was because uh, I have a I have a sibling who who works for the airlines, and I could get like this really good discount ticket of, sure. of flying you know overseas, and I have a passport and all that other stuff. But like by the time you looked at the flight schedules, it would take you with like a day and a half. I wanted to go to the I wanted to go to the Netherlands. I wanted to go to. Uh, to Amsterdam. Oh, that'd be good. And uh, to you know, to the red light district. Sure. Because I heard there's some stuff. I heard they have red lights over there. They do, they and they're do. flashy. Yeah, and uh, and but but I really did want to go see uh, that part of the world. And but by the time I only had five days off. See, so by the a, time you travel for a day and a half, and then you have to like catch up on sleep and all this yeah. other stuff, and and it's not. And worth that's it. and that's my my problem because yeah. I mean I would love to go to Europe. I'd love to go to the, these other uh, countries, but if you only got five days, I don't want to be t- I don't want to be spending like two full travel days, and all of a sudden I got like you know three days to enjoy myself. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you know, jet lag and all that other stuff. Yeah, and Vegas. It's been a long time since I've been in Vegas. Yeah. The thing about Vegas, you can't, you can't, you can't be there for a week. No, you can only be there for two days. Two, two days tops. Three days yeah. maximum, and that's only if you've got like tickets to, let's see, I don't know, uh, Wayne Newton or something like that. Yeah. Only way you, you can you can psychologically yeah. last in Vegas because right. after like two days, all I can think of is I got to get out of this town. Well, I went to I went to like two touristy things. I was there for four days. Yeah. Which was two days longer in Vegas than anybody needs to say. The other two days I spent, uh, you know, going on uh, like the Grand Canyon tour, and then I went to this uh, national park out there and yeah. all that stuff. But like if you had spent stuff. the entire week in the Strip, oh my God, you'd please. be dead. I wouldn't even be here. I know. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel the same exact so way. Just go for a night. Just splurge a little bit. Get out of the house. Now, we'll, listen. We'll do. Uh, we'll do some day trips. We'll get out. We'll do things during this vacation. It's not just going to be sitting around the, the house and uh, you know you know dinking around the couch all day. You Although should, that does sound pretty good to me too. You should go to New Orleans. That's a that's a good trip to take uh, for a weekend. Even that a way, weekend. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a bad uh, bad little trip. You can get to go see the French Quarter. You get to go see all those uh, graveyards and all that stuff they got down there. They get the it's a, it's a whole city full of beauty. It sounds very filthy to me. It is a little filthy, but like, it's so what? I mean, every city is filthy. Any yeah, I know, city but that it's, you go to is yeah, going to be dirty. I suppose Las Vegas is dirty, no matter how much they want to make it look like it's clean. It's really not. It's actually cleanly. Yeah. It's just filthy. That's right. Yeah, but, but it's filthy in the other way. It's yeah. not like a. I mean, you could catch something. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but what what you catch there stays there, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't care how much brown soap you have to buy, yeah, <laughs> or how much Valtrex you're going to invest in. There's always something. Well, I think you should take yourself and go on a go on a, uh, a spontaneous trip. 
Well, you know, we might buy do- a last minute flight ticket somewhere on uh, right the day after Christmas, and then come back on New Year's Eve. Uh, you go for away for four days for somewhere. It's it's not a terrible idea, no. uh, other than the, the the costly, expensive uh, trying to book yeah, something but so you late. Could go but- to Florida, yeah, but but I'm saying there's these last minute deals. You could go to Florida and uh, enjoy a nice long week in Florida. Yeah, well. Something to consider. Well, yeah, we maybe we could talk that uh, talk that out with the, and get some details done. Well, All wait. I know is that as of like right now, right t- like today, yeah, I'm already thinking about 9:58 a.m. when I'm walking out the door. Nah, actually, 9:57 when I'm briskly walking out the door because okay. I'm going to step up the uh, step up the speed. Well, wait a minute. When does the recorded show close play? 9:57. No, 9:57. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gives me about a minute to go upstairs, grab my stuff, and. Pop out of here. You'll be out of here at 929 before the recorded Hollywood trash plays again. Oh, in my in my mind, yeah. I'm already out the door, right, Steve. That's right. that's how I'm looking at this. It's 622 on Rock 102. Road in North Amherst. It's 625 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown can give you the forecast because he's just so good at it. Uh, Marty Caproni will be joining us a little bit later on uh, after 7 o'clock, in fact. Steve's got something to do uh, to do to share with everybody at 745. Uh, do not miss that. Uh, I know what it is, uh, but I haven't heard the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, it'll be great. All right. Okay. Well, there you go. There you have it. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see if I can... Uh... I'm just trying to get some stuff ready here, uh, you know, because yeah, it's 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 just before the holidays. I'm trying to finish wrapping while oh, I'm doing, while I'm doing I know. this I, show. You, you got like a like a bunch of tape dispensers in front of you. you got one of them uh, like a big giant uh, scissors. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy out here. Would you like to laugh? Eh, uh, sure. Uh, joke of the day. There's one. It's Bax and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's classic rock. Trying to uh, find a good joke here. uh, You ready? I'm ready. A young adventurer, very muscular, dressed in armor, and with a sword by his belt, marches through the city's gates. An old man approaches him and says, Oh, you are the chosen one. (laughs) Am I? Says the adventurer. Sure, affirms the old man. Follow me, for I will take you to the king. You have an important task at hand that only you can perform. Who are you? says the adventurer. The wizard, replies the old man. Then he adds, now come, and no more questions. The duo marches into the castle. Thirty well-armed guards guards open passage, holding their lances high. By the hall, the king hears their entry being announced and receives them by the table. So he is the chosen one, asks the king. (laughs) For sure, says the wizard. Am I the chosen one for what, says the adventurer. According to our old legend, a young man would enter our city and destroy the evil dragon for good, the king and wizard tell them uh, in unison, right? Right. Oh, great, replies the adventurer. Then he asks, will there be any reward? Of course, says the king. 12,000 gold coins, a diamond the size of your fist, and 12 acres of land, and you will be made duke. Then take me to the dragon, for I will surely defeat it, uh, the adventurer replies. The wizard then leads the adventurer out of the castle and into the uh, into the forest. Uh, a distant roar can be heard. The wizard points to the forest and says, It is there! Go! <laughs> the adventurer draws his sword and marches into the jungle, cutting branches and weeds out of his way. The wizard then hears the adventurer screaming, and a huge column of smoke rises from the distance. He waits for a while, then hears the dragon roaring again, shrugs, and returns to the castle. And uh, the wizard meets the king. 
Okay. And the king says, so everything went fine? Yeah, says the wizard. I think our pet is fed for the next week. Ah, you see? They were just setting him up to be <laughs> feeding the, feeding the dragon, dragon who, was the, the, who was the pet of the castle. Oh, yeah. Man, that was a long way around it for really a really was. crappy joke. It was. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. 631. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by Naples Home Buyers. They buy home, buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Nation, uh, Naples Home Buyers. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A car crashed into retired State Representative Joe Wagner's home in the Aldenville neighborhood of Chicopee on Tuesday morning. A photo shared to 22 News showed a vi- a photo? They didn't even have the crew. They're right down the street. Well, I don't. That part of you know Aldenville is very, hard, very far away hard, from the TV station. Hard to get to. You got to go over that uh, singing bridge and all that stuff. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> a photo shared to Twenty Two News shows a vehicle that had crashed into the side of a garage that is connected to the home at the intersection of Edward Street and Arcade Street in Chickabee. Chickabee spokesperson. Uh, confirmed with uh, 22 News that there was a crash, but no other information available was available at the time. Retired State Wagner uh, talked to 22 News uh, Tuesday morning, confirming that no one was inside the home at the time of the crash. Well, that's good. Imagine that, the uh, the transportation guy gets his house crashed into by a car. Well, they blew the horn. Well, the house couldn't jump out of the way fast enough. Well, then, then you know, whose fault is that? I told you my Joe Wagner story, didn't I? Yes, you did, but I'm more than willing to sit back and let you spin a yarn again. All right, so years ago, I leave my phone at home. Yes. My cell phone, right? And uh, my my late wife is at home, and I'm... Uh, no, wait a minute. Was it the phone? She gave me the number... That was a different time. There was a different time, right? <laughs> I had the phone here. There was yes. another time where I was looking for Joe Wagner's number, and she wound up giving it to me. That was the, That's not the point. Okay. Okay, but there's this other time with Joe. So that's two Joe Wagner stories I got. Well, tell the good one. The good one is uh, one time uh, one of you guys was like, hey, get Joe Wagner on the phone. Right? Probably wasn't me. No, probably wasn't you. Somebody who looks like you. He doesn't yeah. look like me. Uh, but but anyway, he says, get Joe Wagner on the phone. So I said, okay. Uh, and I was texting Joe Wagner, asking if he could come on at a certain amount of time. I'm also texting my wife at the same time, right? So at one point, I, I pick up the phone and I, t- I text my wife. I said, uh, hey there, sexy lady. How you doing this morning, right? <laughs> yes. So, so uh, all of a sudden, I get a reply back, and it was from Joe Wagner saying, uh, excuse me, right? And I said, oh, shiznit, that's not for you. That was from my wife. I apologize. Actually, I was wondering if you could come on at 8.05 this morning, right? So then uh, so he busts my chops like every time he sees me about that particular thing. Yeah. And he's like so fixated on it. Like, he's got me. You know, he's got the comedian. Oh, yeah, the comedian uh, failed this time. I yeah, got him, yeah. and I'm going to mention this every single time I run into him. And he does. Sure. Right? To the point where I get hired to DJ this opening, this grand opening of a business in Chicopee. I don't even remember what the business was, right? <laughs> so then he, like, he turns, you know, he's he's speaking there. I, I set up all the audio. I'm not speaking. I'm just setting up the audio equipment, Right. Right. He's a, he's gonna speak, and uh, you know it's one of these unveiling, you know, where they got, you know, they bless the 
the new business with the kiss from the state and all this other stuff. So he's uh, re- about to go on, and he go and he reminds me about that whole thing about me, you know, saying "Hey, sexy lady" kind of thing, right? Right. So then he goes up to the podium and he starts talking about exactly what happened. He tell he says <laughs> he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Steve over here, uh, you know, he uh, sent me a text uh, meant for his wife, but uh, I think it was kind of for me, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And then he goes into talking about this business opening, and he keeps referring to the business owner as Steve, even though his name was Dave. Oh, it not wasn't even, close. even It wasn't even close. And he goes through this whole thing, and everybody's looking at him like, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and he fi- and he finally gets done, and I finally take the microphone, and I said, "Hey, buddy, uh, nice that you got back at me with that little uh, anecdote that you share with everybody, but you got the business owner's name wrong. This is the guy that you're supposed to know whose name it is when you're introducing a brand new business." Yo, know, Steve, that's a great story. It's not a great story. It's, it, no, it's a good story. But uh, the man just had a car drive through his house. I don't care. Well, now's the time for you to pick up the phone, yeah. text him, tell him I'm sorry about your house, you and s- I love you. You sexy little baby. You sexy little yeah, lady. Yeah, 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 now's That's, the time to do that. Yeah, he'll be now. Wet. Now it's become a great story. That'll get a couple of Wagners out of him, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I bet it will. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, by the way, <laughs> I can't tell you if Route 5 in Northampton is closed or open. 22 News has the same story from yesterday that has been updated at 5.06 this morning that's saying section of Route 5 in Northampton closed due to flooding. And it's the same exact story. There's no other details of what happened. Now, yesterday at about 8.30, I get a message from the DOT guy. Yeah. Uh, who's like works on that part of, the, of Route 5. He's like, Route 5 is open. There was never any flooding there. So is Route 5 closed or is Route 5 open? Or is this DOT guy, uh, you know, or who messaged you, totally insane and doesn't know what he's talking about? I would like to think that, well, first of all, he's kind of insane. But I, but I would like to think that a guy who works, you know, in the battle zone <laughs> knows what he's talking about. Right. You know what but I you've mean? you've probably heard other people are on the office talking about it. Probably. I don't know. He was actually there on the scene. He was like a first responder to this whole thing. Didn't need a lifeboat or anything. You know why? Because there was no flooding of Route 5. Hmm. So if anybody can tell me, because I can't get a hold of this guy, if anybody can tell me if Route 5 is open, that would be helpful information. And you know what? Call 22 News first and tell them. Because (laughs) Because this story is Because they're an actual legitimate news source. I don't understand why they can't update properly the story for the same reason they can't drive to Aldenville to see what happened at Joe Wagner's nope. house. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, it's right down the street. Yeah, you know what? That's too much manpower. We got to spend. What is that? Like a dollar <laughs> fifty in gas to go all the way down there and back. We got a better chance of getting firsthand uh, a firsthand account when Marty comes mm. in here in about a half an hour. Yeah. Oh, I drove Joe Wagner and I drove past Aldenville ten yeah, minutes ago. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he knows all the guys up at the DOT. Uh, due to the uptick of violence over the summer in the high school and union streets in area in Springfield, members of law enforcement conducted Operation High School Out, which broke up two rival trafficking uh, drug trafficking organizations. Hamden DA uh, Anthony uh, Harvey Dent Galuni uh, <laughs> discussed the recent public safety investigation in the area that calls for one of the most dangerous areas in Springfield. 
From July of 2022 to June of 2023, the Springfield police received 118 shot spotter activations in that area. Hmm. It is open, by the way. Okay. It's very open. Why can't they get the information? I don't know. Anyway, uh, 89 911 calls for shots fired, 45 reports for aggravated assault, and 23 911 calls for someone with a possession of firearm. Two of Hamden uh, DA Galuni's task forces, uh, with assistance from the Springfield Police Department, recently concluded a high-level investigation that broke up the two cartels in the area. These cartels were engaged in a violent and deadly armed turf war looking to control the lucrative heroin and fentanyl and cocaine market in the high school and Union Streets area. The violence resulted in numerous shootings, stabbings, and assaults, some of which resulted in the death of five individuals since April 30th. Hamden D.A. Galuni said this investigation represents the unparalleled capabilities that we've developed to maintain lengthy and high-level investigations that use the best technology and leverage the partnerships across law enforcement that we have forged over many years. Pretty good, uh, pretty good take. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm looking at uh, like Western Mass News and their uh, the website. You know, they got all the pictures of uh, everything they they hauled. Mm-hmm. Looks like a looks like a, like a lineup of uh, I don't know, say like uh, nip bottles from from Russell. Yeah, it's a little bit more elaborate than nip bottles. Yeah, There's maybe guns and fentanyl. They've also got the list of everybody that was arrested, their ages, and what they were uh, charged with. Yeah, it's a long list of people it's a long long list of folks i like this britney britney lambert yeah oh my god did you guys get fentanyl anywhere where can you get it oh my god my mugshot it's awful my hair is terrible and i can't believe i'm wearing this shirt does this make me look fat in the mugshot i am so mad at the officer for not letting me use an insta filter before i did this this is ridiculous this is such an injustice oh my god i was told by the police officers to not use a duck face selfie in my mugshot oh no now where is my uh mdma and my pacifier because i'm going to the rave tonight after they let me out this arrest has got me so triggered it's so awful Oh, God. Brittany. We don't know Brittany. We're just focusing on that's yeah. just. There's 50 people on this list. We could have picked anybody. It's not just Brittany. Could have been any one of them. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, oh, my God. You should see what Miguel and Hector and Lewis and Fabian did. They were like handing these guns back and forth. It was so scary. Ah. <sighs> But I remember when Trayshawn said, we can make the shot spotter go off. Do you want to see the police arrive? You know, I was hanging out with Hector and Nefty and Igor and Gene and Michael and Jeffrey and Trayshawn <laughs> and Louie and uh, Daniel. And boy, we could not believe that the cops caught us. Don't yeah. they have real crimes to to, to, to bust? I, li- I like how the, all these folks probably have like like hard nicknames to them. Oh, yeah. And then the last guy, Jeff. It's just Jeff. What was <laughs> Jeff doing? He was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, man. He was making sandwiches for everybody. Oh, my God. Jeffrey is so disgusting. Like, he's like this older guy that, like, hangs out with, like, high school girls. It's creepy. He's hardly the oldest one on the list, though. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, with the uh, When the coronavirus pandemic took hold in an unprepared U.S., states scrambled for masks and other protective gear. Three years later, as the grips of the pandemic have loosened, Many states are now trying to deal with an excess of protective gear, ditching their supplies in droves. 
With expiration dates passing and few requests to tap into its stockpile, Ohio auctioned off 393,000 gowns for just $2,400 and ended up throwing away another $7.2 million, along with expired masks, gloves, and other materials. The now-expiring supplies had cost about $29 million in federal money. A similar reckoning is happening around the country. Items are aging, and as a deadline to allocate federal COVID-19 cash approaches next year, states must decide how much to invest in maintaining warehouses and supply stockpiles. An Associated Press investigation found that at least 15 states from Alaska to Vermont have tossed some of their trove of PPE because of expiration surpluses and a lack of willing takers. Let me ask you this. Yeah. When was the last time you bought a big, giant bottle of hand sanitizer? 2021 maybe that's what i'm getting at i can't remember the last time i said we're running really dangerously low on hand sanitizer but look what happens when you start scaring people into that stuff like oh my god it's gonna be gone and what did everybody do they bought up hand sanitizer rubber gloves masks and toilet paper and there was none left for everybody else yeah and after a year of only washing my hands with hand sanitizer look my hands look like uh you know they've been you know playing with lava they yeah. were just so burnt out and dry and nasty. Wait, I was uh, I was wiping with the masks, <laughs> and then reusing them, which was even worse. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it had a filter. Oh well, yeah, I, you can't really smell it when it's on the outside. It doesn't just protect you from viruses. <laughs> it protects you from the smell too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Which is really what. It was really the best part about him. Yeah. Into the trash went more than 18 million masks, 22 million gowns, 500,000 gloves, and more. That's not counting that the states that didn't give the uh, AP exact figures or responded in cases or other measures. Rhode Island said it got rid of 829 tons of PPE. Maryland disposed over $93 million in supplies. But we're all worried about Taylor Swift using CO2 emissions on her private jet to go bang her boyfriend. What is that all about? Do, do we not? How come we don't focus on the things that really need to be focused I don't, on? I don't really know. Now, where Where is the outcry for for wasteful government spending? It's not us. It's Taylor Swift flying around in a <laughs> private jet banging Travis Kelsey. Let's get to the real issues here, people. Yeah, she charged me $2,000 uh, for a concert ticket so she can go to seven, go, seven football games in a season. What actually helped the NFL, so we should all be thankful for her somehow. Anyway, that's that, that's the kind of <laughs> this is the kind of BS that we we deal with in this country. We, <sighs> we we overreact and then we we don't even sell everything. We just throw it away. We'll just buy new stuff next time another pandemic comes around. Well, that's where I put all of my uh, all my hand sanitizer and storm drains. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be, oh, that was a good one. Thank you. Felt a, good, too. A little Christmas cheer in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, sunny. Eggnoggy. Ooh, legnoggy or eggnoggy? Eggnoggy. Sunny with a high of 42. I got some legnoggy I got to burp up here. Oh, yeah. do tell. Uh, tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Jeep. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 654 and Skinnered. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 42. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Yeah, you've already heard us talking about uh, you know, Marcotte Ford sponsoring uh, the daily podcast. If yeah. you ever missed a part of the show, always go back to the podcast. And it's all brought to you by uh, Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. 
Also check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. My guest is John Baz, the bass player for the band The Blasters. These guys were a, a band that uh, kind of combined, you know, 50s rock and roll and rock and belly with a little bit of a like a punk edge to it. It was a great, great band. Their entire catalog is about to be reissued uh, from Liberation Hall Records. It's a wicked cool uh, interview, and you can hear that on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Even you listened to the Blasters the other day. I did. Uh, that was pretty good. It was very Stray Cats vibes I got from that. Like rockabilly type of... Very much so, yeah. but they actually precede uh the stray cats well that's what i meant it was like it was it was that esque that stray cats s thing but it, but it was more of like a rockabilly style yeah uh, uh, music just a, a a great band and they were fantastic live like just real real energetic real carl cool. carl perkins feel to it yeah uh, if you had very very cool Ver- stuff i i i love it he's a and, yeah. and john baz is a very very cool guy and i got some great stuff on the way uh, at the beginning of next year. And you know what I love about Spotify? You could listen to an entire playlist of whatever artist you want. And then if you just let it go, if you put it, if you put your settings on that autoplay, it starts suggesting other things. And it's like I'm discovering all these new artists. Well, not, they're not new. They're artists. I'm just discovering. You're just not familiar with. Right. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really glad I uh, I did this yeah. because it, it really does open you up to well, other stuff. The thing about it is, you know, when you hear music, on, on like the radio, yeah, you're hearing like the very top one percent of all music in the world, right? So right. just you know, just think about. It. I mean, actually, maybe even less than one percent. So it's just a very small uh, dose when there's just so much of it out there, and not all of it is completely inaccessible. I mean, no. your parents would have liked the Blasters. Yeah. My parents would have liked the Blasters. Yeah, that would have been something they would have enjoyed. Absolutely. My dad would have gotten blasted listening to the Blasters. That's, exactly. That's how we used to do it in the Nagel home. <laughs> but uh, but the, the one thing I wanted to say about that was the, uh, now I can't remember you. I lost my train of thought. The Blasters. Yeah, I know, but it was something else about, oh, yeah. the music. Were you talking about music on the radio? Yeah. We don't, we don't do it here. Because I think we're, I don't know if they call it heritage or something like, what, what do they call us? What are, what are we? Are we? Legacy. Our legacy. Is heritage, that, legacy, whatever. old. But anytime you hear like a new pop station, like a station that plays new pop music, all of that music is sped up. It's not, and they speed it up on purpose in order to, because some marketing genius years ago discovered, hey, if we can, if we can speed up these songs with the pitch, we could get an extra three seconds in by the end of each song, and if you add that up over time, that's uh, that's another uh, thirty seconds of commercials we could be selling to somebody else. Kaching, yeah, kaching. But it, we don't. No, we don't do that here because no, uh, you know we're uh, you know, we've got integrity. But pay attention next time you're listening to like a Taylor Swift song or something like that, like on a on a on a hits radio station, you'll notice that the te- and and then go back and listen to it on your own Spotify or the even the album. You'll hear the difference in the tempo. Uh, and because you're you're not really when when you mess with music like that, you're not listening to it the way it was intended to be presented to you. No, your your brain processes it yeah. in, a, in a certain way where it sounds like, well, this must be the actual tempo. Yeah. But you're right. If you do a side by side, you realize it's so say, it's a little bit faster. It's a little bit faster for that exact reason. Yeah. If you can fit in a few extra thousand dollars worth of advertising. It's totally worth doing. Don't worry, folks. We'll play Free Fallen in all of its glory coming up in just a few yeah, minutes. Trust me. Uh, you know, Free Bird is still 13 minutes long no matter how you slice <laughs> yeah, right. it. It's 6.58. Marty Caproni coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102. 
Listen for snow. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you know, professional basketball is a tough game. A game filled with excitement, emotion, and confrontation. You don't play the game unless you're tough enough to handle it. That's why you rarely see me dropping buckets with high percentage shots. I'm not crazy about things like excitement, emotion, or confrontation. I find myself leaning towards the exact opposite of those things. However, there are times when excitement, emotion, and confrontation will get the best of you when it comes to professional basketball. And when it does, you can expect a few consequences to follow. For example, yesterday, Dylan Brooks of the Houston Rockets was fined $35,000 for using inappropriate language against an official Sunday night while they were playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Confrontation began when he was tagged with a flopping foul in the fourth quarter. Now, I don't know what specific words were used in this exchange. All I know is that Rockets head coach Ime Udoka was also fined by the NBA for using similar language against the same official during the same exact call. And as a result, both Ime and Brooks were ejected from the game with 38 seconds left to play. And the NBA has lapped the former Celtics head coach $25,000 for his role in this dust-up as well. Now... While using abusive and offensive language against an NBA official is perhaps an unpopular violation of NBA rules, I find myself asking this question. What's worse, having your head coach use a few dirty words or having the same guy have an inappropriate sexual relationship with a female co-worker? Because Ime Adoka has now been responsible for both. And in my mind, if you think dropping a couple F-bombs in the fourth quarter of a basketball game that you were going to lose anyway is worse than what got him canned in Boston, then you might want to re- reassess your entire value system. Because Ime Adoka's filthy mouth is just the tip of the highly inappropriate and hypersexualized iceberg he's been dancing on for years. And if it takes a couple dirty words to get the NBA's attention, then perhaps they need to assess their value system too. But hey, and if I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, you know, it looks like a little piece of plastic, but boom, it's a steel chainsaw right before your very eyes or a Weber grill or a DeWalt impact driver kit. Holiday magic with a Rocky's gift card. Make people's dreams come true. Get gift cards at any Rocky's Ace Hardware location. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 710 and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 42. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Marty Caproni uh, on his way in. So He's uh, busy helping Joe Wagner get that car out of his garage. Well, he had to. You know, uh, Wagner can't do that all by He's a feeble old man at this point. <laughs> Only Marty Caproni can pull that. Oh out. yeah, well, Marty's got the strength of a thousand men. I'm sure that'll get the, that out of the garage in no time. Uh, but we got a letter. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Mailman, mailman, mail today. Oh, letters. Oh, we get letters. Let's kind of have a to say, oh boy! Mailman! Ding dong! Mail today! This is a, uh, this is a follow-up, uh, letter from yesterday. Okay. Yeah, you know, last today at the, uh, towards the end of the show, probably at a nine o'clock hour, uh, we, uh, received a, um, a, uh, a email about, uh, about Tom Petty. Can you not play the same damn Tom Petty songs over and over again? It was very polite. It wasn't, uh, anything, you know, 
angry, right. but it was just a suggestion. The same person uh, heard that and then uh, did a follow-up letter. So here we go. You ready? Yes. Thank you for taking my letter a tad bit serious this morning. When I first heard letters bit music come on, I thought for sure I was going to be roasted. Look, I understand there's studies and some science about the music being played as well as studies as how long the average listener listens to a radio station. And then there are people like me. I just start my uh, I start my car just a little after 3 in the morning. Rock 102 is always on. I drive to work with Rock 102 on the whole way. Most of the times, I, my first hour is quiet time because I have to stream the station while I'm at work. I'm usually listening again around 5. After your uh, morning show is done, I head out on to lunch with no radio on. After lunch, I have a few meetings or whatever and listen to in between those. On my drive home, I listen to the station. Today, I started my car, and guess what? What? Tom Petty was on the radio. Oh, boy. Okay, I drive a few minutes in silence. I arrive at work and do my thing and start listening again. Normal time for me, and yep, there's a second Tom Petty song I hear for my short day so far. Then morning time comes around, and uh, yep, during the 7 o'clock hour, there's the third Tom Petty song of the day for me, and then sometime around 9, I hear the fourth one. So I, uh, at this point, I decide to, to just be a goon and email you because I know you said stuff before about certain music being played. Look, I'm smart enough to know my one email isn't going to change a darn thing, and not everyone uh, likes certain artists. I also get Tom Petty had a ton of hits. I'm sure there's someone out there bitching about how many ACDC songs they hear during the day. At one time, I don't mind uh, Tom Petty, and uh, since he died six years ago, I feel like he's being played to this day, and he was, uh, and when... And he, as he was when he left us, and that just makes me not even want to hear his voice again. <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, I will say it again. I wouldn't mind donating to the Mayflower Marathon next year for a pay not to play. Oh, and oh yeah, on my way home in the 1 o'clock hour, I got to hear Tom Petty for the fifth time today. Thank you both uh, for keeping me entertained in the morning hours. I really like when Marty comes on and joins you guys from time to time. He's come a long way. Ooh, yeah. Yes, he's developed. Well, dude, you're going to have a really tough day when you uh, are listening at 9 o'clock this morning when yeah. we play another Tom Petty song. Which one is it? Uh, Mary Jane. Mary Jane? Yep. I never heard that one before. Never? Well, I'm sure we'll get around to it. And Again, it's not an angry email. It says, thanks again. I hope you guys have a great Christmas to your family and friends. You know, it's it's a it's a lighthearted uh, dig. So yeah, right. So it's a it's a it's a harsh criticism, but said with love. Yes, I, I get it. I get it. The, the, you know, you hear the same songs over and over and over again, and yeah. uh, I I don't know, I don't know what to tell you about that. This is what I would suggest, especially if you're listening to the uh, the Bax and Nagel show, which is very popular, by the way. Um, listen to the podcast. That way you don't have to be burdened by any Tom Petty because we don't play it on right. the podcast. But also, uh, we appreciate you listening throughout the day. Sure. And, and here's what you're going to get that you're not going to you you, – listen, there's other classic rock stations out there. I get it. They play the same music we do. Mm -hmm. You can get that music anywhere. But what you can't get is the unique personalities of uh, none other than Dan Williams and Pat Kelly. They have, they have a certain – Dan is like a master when he when he sits there and does that yeah. kind of thing. He tells little anecdotes. He ties everything back into the music. Tells you what he's going to have there's, for lunch. There's only one guy that's ever complained about Dan Williams, but it's the same guy that's been complaining about him for 10 years, so he hasn't changed the channel yet. So well, I'm not really actually, taking there's, there's more than one guy <laughs> that's complained about Dan Williams. I thought it was the one guy that just keeps writing us over and over again, uh, telling us how much he 
despises. No, no, no. There was there was a, uh, one other guy, and, and that ended his morning show a few years ago. That oh, was well. the other guy that had a problem with Dan. Yeah. But yeah, you know, other than that, Dan is a wonderful, lovely guy. He a is, lovely guy. Yeah, and so is Pat Kelly. Pat Kelly's got his own little following and things going on in the afternoon. He does that intro. He does. Yeah, uh, detox uh, hockey. Uh, phone calls. He's got. Uh, he's got that uh, that weird obsession with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what day is it? You know, you, you know, is it the ranch dressing day? Mm-hmm. We save that for the afternoons now. Here, he brings the dogs into the studio. He does. He's got, but but see, that's what I'm talking about. It's not just the the music is just the background. It's the, the music con- is. It's the meat and the content that we all deliver here each and every day. Steve is a. Uh, <clears throat> let me just brag, but as a Massachusetts Hall of Fame broadcaster, I can tell you that the Tom Petty songs are only there. To break up the commercials, okay? I mean, that's really what it's. That's its its main purpose. Well, and, and otherwise, we be commercials all day long. And, and, and you do get, you really want to hear that? And you got you also got to remember, you know, as much as I want to hear Inagana Davida, we want this station played at many workplaces and businesses throughout the day. You can't have uh, you can't have that kind of thing going on. Let's say you're getting your teeth drilled, right? You can't have uh, Inagana Davida playing in the background. You want to hear something like Silver Springs from Fleetwood Mac while you're getting your teeth thrilled like right. that. Well, you just had a guy uh, you call and say he wanted to hear a little bit of Little Feet this morning. All right. All let's, right. Let's hear a little, a little bit of Little Feet. All right. That's enough. All right. A that's, little bit. Uh, that's, that's all we're going to have time for. I also had a guy, uh, not to, and I don't know if this is a, a legitimate uh, you know, uh, request or not, but uh, someone wanted to hear... <clears throat> Some Neil Sedaka. Neil Sedaka. I happen to be a big fan of uh, of Neil Sedaka. You like Calendar Girl by any chance? I was thinking of Laughter in the Rain because oh, wow. that's. Uh, I like Calendar Girl. You want Calendar Girl yeah, instead? It's all right. That's fine. We can do this. Oh, oh man, this is a beautiful song. This makes me wet. It begins to pour. Because I'm in the rain, it makes me wet. Yeah, that's why. Getting tired of the Tom Petty, huh? Sounds like one of those Time Life co- collection commercials. Hi, I'm Neil Sedaka. You know, for many years, I warmed the hearts of thousands as they listened to my entire canon of work. Well, now, Time Life Books and Records has produced Neil Sedaka, all my favorites. Oh, bring it on. You'll hear them all. What about Bad Blood? Ooh, I have to look for that one. Ah, you'll hear Bad Blood. I like this one, actually. This is a, this is a good Elton John uh, duet. For just $9.95 a month, yeah. you'll be able to hear all the great Neil Sedaka classics. But it was you who went and paid off the So these, two, these, these two guys were a little friendly with each other, don't you? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, here we go. Do 
great song. What time's Marty coming in? Not soon enough. I know. <clears throat> oh, listen, that's the, 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 you, if you're going to tell me that we're not playing the music that you want to hear, a little bit of Little Feet, a whole lot of Neil Sedaka, seems to me we've we've uh, fulfilled dreams here I today. I think we have just changed the, uh, pro, uh, the, the trajectory of this radio station. Oh, like you have Neil no Sedaka idea. Neil Sedaka all the time. Oh, wouldn't that be a dream yeah. to be working at a station oh, like that? Man. Seven twenty. Oh, no, you didn't play the letter closeout thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that's we, right. that okay, was a whole right, letter yeah. that we just did. Seven twenty with Bax and Nagel at Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two, Springfield's classic rock. It's seven twenty nine at Motley Crew with Bax and Nagel. On Rock One Hundred Two, Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's really, really good at it. Uh, Marty is supposed to be here. Um, uh, I don't know how long ago, but uh, he is uh, on his way. He, uh, you know, what his excuse was? What he set the alarm? It was the AM versus the PM. Oh yeah. Separate Why night. separate knob? Separate Why separate? No, you're absolutely yeah, yeah, right. That yeah. it, it, it gets all of us at some point. Anyway, uh, so there's that. You've got something coming up at uh, 7:45. Yes. Very exciting. Yes. Very. Uh, well, it's a it's a little Christmas treat. That's all I need to hear. From a from a very special, uh, poorly impersonated celebrity. I don't I don't know who that yeah. could possibly well, be. We, we'll find out. Yes, we will, and we have news coming up next to Rock 102. Here, seven thirty three, with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel, and look who just walked oh, in the door. It's Marty Caproni. Hey, hey, fellas. So timely. Hey. How you yes, been? Hey, Good sorry. to see you. <laughs> sorry, I. Uh, Instead of 6.20 a.m., I set my alarm for 6.20 p.m. Oh, well, that's uh, why separate not Why separate not Always the a.m. Yeah. p.m. <sighs> so well, how, how you doing? I'm great. Yeah. Uh, I have a little treat for y'all um, this morning. Is it a toe strap for the car that crashed into Joe Wagner's house? Uh, no, but I heard about that. Yeah. I saw that they put they posted a picture of it too. Yeah, which is crazy. And I know where uh, where Joe lives. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a neighborhood. It's like a nice neighborhood. Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out in my head. How... You're you're saying that isn't surprise? Like Chicopee has nice neighborhoods. No, Chicopee. Has, ch- first of all, Steve, Chicopee is full of nice neighborhoods. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> let me know where they are. Yeah, I'll right. Lovely neighborhoods. He lives in one of them. Yeah. If for the life of me, I can't figure out how a car would hit his garage unless they like hooked around a corner too far or something. Did, like, strange. Yeah. Physics. Physics is a weird thing. It, well, I guess so. <laughs> Actually, you know, for the for the life of me, what I can't figure out is. Uh, how 22 News needed someone to show them a picture of what just happened rather than drive <laughs> yeah. four miles to go look at it themselves. Well, it's a, that's Western Mass News' problem. It's on that side of town. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Very territory, uh, territorial. Right. It's a turf battle. Well, thank, thank goodness they don't straddle the town line. <laughs> did you say you have something for us? Uh, I did. I'm, uh, well, you know what? Uh, I'll, uh, I, yeah, sent okay. it, I sent it to you. I'm going to send it to Bax, uh-huh. and then I'm going to post it live on my Instagram. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so if anyone's listening, uh, I have my my Instagram set. While I have this up, I have my Instagram set private. So if someone's listening and they want to see what we're going to be talking about, they can just uh, follow me on uh, on Instagram. Okay. Have you hit send yet? Uh, yeah, I sent it. Uh, 
Nagels is through. I am sending. Is it to my Instagram or what? What did you send it through? I sent it uh, text to a text, both you. Text. Okay. And back. Oh, here comes a text. I got a text. Okay. Because yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not getting anything yet. Uh, but uh, hold on. Hold uh, on. Okay. Should I watch this with the sound off? <sighs> Uh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. recommend it because it, it hasn't been vetted for radio. Yet. All right, so there's a, there's a group of teenagers inside of a Target. There you go. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah. And then okay. I'll, I'll fill right. you in on the all story right. uh, Ooh, in a bit. A little entertainment tonight effect. Yeah, That's what yeah, we yeah. call that in the, in the radio business. In the biz? When you're teasing somebody. A teaser. To get to the actual thing, mm. which is all the way at the end of the show. Yeah, I'm yeah, not exactly yeah. sure why I have not yet received mine, but uh, well, I'll, I'll be patient. I t- You know what it is? It's because we're down here in this basement. Yeah, you know? that's that's usually what it so, is. So yeah, I um, I sent that uh, I sent it to you back. So no, I, I believe you. I believe but, you. I'm uh, just saying the, the the Wi-Fi down here is absolutely atrocious. Terrible. Yeah, I'm not even on the Wi-Fi. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I just pulled it up. It shows that yours is still loading. Ah, okay. Anyhow, all right. Anyway, news time. Well, you already know that a car crashed into retired state representative Joe Wagner's home in the Aldenville neighborhood of Chicopee on Tuesday morning. morning. A uh, photo shared to 22 News shows a vehicle that had crashed into the side of the garage that is connected to the home at the intersection of Edward Street and Arcade Street in Chicopee. Uh, Chicopee Police uh, confirmed with 22 News that there was a crash, but no other information was available at this time. Maybe if you had gone out there and uh, had gotten some information. Uh, retired uh, State Representative uh, Wagner talked to 22 News on Tuesday morning, confirming that no one was inside of the home at the time of the crash. Well, I'm surprised they didn't send somebody. It's a, it's a mile from the studio where he lives, if that. Well, uh, they got better things to do. Okay. Like stand outside of empty courthouses at 530 in the morning. Well, wait a minute. I mean, it, 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 you're talking about a car driving through the home of a former state rep. I mean, that's like the biggest news you're going to get all day. Yeah. No, 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 no. The biggest news was a section of Route 5 in Northampton is still closed due to flooding. Guess what? That's not true either. They cleared no. that yesterday at 8.30 in the morning, <laughs> and they have not updated the story. They updated the story this morning at 5.06 a.m. with no other information. They should hire you as their new uh, news editor. I just... Uh, I'm just. A, I'm tired. Like I'm tired of doing their job. No, this. Uh, I'm not there. I'm not a news person. This is what I'm going to guess happened. Somebody over there called the uh, the Northampton police. Say, hey, what's going on with uh, Route Five? And <laughs> ah, the Northampton police said, son. Oh yeah, it's still closed. It's all flooded out. <laughs> yeah, it's closed. It's all flooded out. It's like the gates have been lifted and uh, the place is uh, nasty. Hey Ed, you hear what I just told Rich Tedimer? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be looking stupid all day. <laughs> well, thankfully, thankfully it wasn't flooded because a river flood warning remains in effect after a significant amount of rain fell in Western Mass on Sunday night into Monday, which has led to a sewage discharge in several areas in Holyoke along the Connecticut yeah. River. Oh boy! Uh, they did 6.5 million gallons have been estimated to be released into the river. The discharge of rainwater, untreated sewage, or partially treated sewage has now stopped, but that's how much went into the river at that time. Release the crappin. Well, <laughs> Release the poo. That calls for the brown surfer. They got to get the brown surfer. Yeah, back where's that river. guy? Yeah, where? where well, yeah, how come he's not out hanging ten? He's probably he probably is. He's probably too cold for him. Yeah, yeah he doesn't Sissy. mind surfing through through <laughs> raw sewage in the past. It's disgusting. If you're gonna is. surf in sewage, you should do it in the winter time when it doesn't smell as much. 
Uh, here's another story on 22's website. When a Michigan woman walked across the stage at uh, Ferris State University, her 10-day-old baby girl was right there with her. I got a buddy who'd be into this kind of thing. <laughs> it's just a woman who went through college and did it while she was pregnant. I just wanted to do that. I know. I to get to the, uh, the thing. I don't really, I mean, good for her that she did that. But, That's the uh, whole story, though? No, I mean, Grace, here, it's a Grace uh, Samajchak of Traverse City native has spent the past six years raising a family and working toward her bachelor's degree in early childhood education. She planned to give birth to her second daughter three days after her commencement ceremony in Big Rapids on December 15th, but the little one arrived earlier than expected. Mm -hmm. Uh, A week and a half before the ceremony, she had a C-section and welcomed the newborn Annabelle into the world. The mom remained adamant about attending the graduation after giving birth. So this woman, a week before, gives birth, still walks across stage to get her degree. Now, this C-section, <laughs> are those good seats? I don't know. Let a me ask my section. Uh, how far back uh, from the front row are you? Do you have tickets to the show? I, 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 I don't want to say the wrong thing. Don't, don't That's impressive, okay? Yeah. It, sure. But I'm pretty sure that probably happens elsewhere, closer to home than michigan you think uh i've never heard of uh that ha- it's not like a, i'm sure it happens i'm just i've never heard of it happening in like such frequency that uh well i just, i've i but i've met many women here in western massachusetts that have had like babies while they were getting their degrees right when they're getting their you, you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. yeah. They, we're we're a college area there's plenty of women who should be applauded for that you know what i mean i don't know why they have to go all the way to michigan because it's a it listen they can't even go to route five in holyoke to see whether see or not the road on. is opened or not <laughs> good point. you think they're going to travel to michigan to find a feel-good story out there somewhere no it's no a, I, listen good for her but you're right i like there isn't one yeah. closer it doesn't seem to me like some story of uh, massively Christ- newsworthy for out here. Yeah, it's like Christmas miracle season. There's <laughs> yeah. got to be other better stories out there yeah. that we can get that we can get into, but apparently not. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, but uh, yeah, six six million gallons of raw sewage into the uh, Connecticut River. God, what a, what a horrible horrible ugh. ugly thing. Well, thank God it's not swimming boating season. <laughs> You know I told I mean? you, last time somebody, they're like, yeah, you should come out on the river on my boat. We'll have a good time. I'm like, eh, not so, uh, not so great. I'll be honest. Like, if you go out on the river in the, in the dead of summer when it hasn't rained or anything like that, the water is very clear, like shockingly clear. Oh, yeah. You, you can see, if you go, like, to the shallows or Fourth of July Beach, any of those places, you can see your feet in the water, like, three, three feet down or whatever. And not just your feet. There's plenty of bodies you in that see, river. You can see their yeah. feet, too. You can see the other feet of random people who have been murdered all along the waterway. <laughs> Wait, how did I get an extra set of feet? Yeah. Oh, that's somebody else. Those aren't my shoes. Yeah. Uh, we got something to get to. So uh, here are your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be sunny with a high of 42. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. Looking at 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Next, Khalid. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 749 and Black Sabbath.
with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102 and uh, Marty Caproni and as well. And Marty Caproni uh, here in here. the studio. Glad to have you here. I'm glad to be here. Sunny today with a high of 41. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 26 right now in downtown Springfield. No. You know, uh, Marty, I don't know how you celebrate uh, the holidays. I don't uh, I don't know how you uh, make merry uh, during this wonderful, uh, glorious uh, season of Jesus. But uh, I know Steve has spent a good deal of time preparing a little something-something for all of us during this wonderful holiday season. A little something-something, and just uh, remind yourselves that the celebrity voice is uh, poorly impersonated, okay? I don't know if it's poorly, because I've heard yeah. you do it before, and I think it's uh, right on the screws. Well, we're going to find out. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. All right, here we go. Music, please. Twas the night before Christmas. And all throughout Springfield. I just settled down with a nice piece of gabagool from Frigos. You know that, Bax. It's delicious. It is good. There. Did you know the one-pound meatball was a model of my Jingle Bells? They were going to do the sausage, too, but they ran out of meat, if you know what I mean. I think there was a fennel shortage out there, too. Anyway. I'm enjoying the gabagool on this beautiful serving dish that was gifted to me by none other than the lovely Judy Matt. You know Judy. <laughs> Fireworks Judy, pancake breakfast Judy, bright nights Judy, lovely gal. It was something she picked up on her recent trip out to the far edge of western Massachusetts at the antique show in Brimfield. Do you see how I made Springfield rhyme with Brimfield? Unbelievable. It took a long way to get there, but Dom Dom always delivers. Dom Dom always delivers. Always. Anyway, back to my story. All of a sudden, there arose such a clatter. I jumped from my chair and spilled my gabagool platter. <laughs> All over my brand new suit. Table tragedy. I just had it dry cleaned by Belmont. They do an excellent job over there. But the biggest stain I had to deal with that night was the sound of terror coming from nine dirt bikes. <laughs> I thought to myself, how disrespectful, how rude. I immediately used a bat phone to call Commissioner Claprood, or superintendent, or whatever she wants to call herself. <laughs> she could tell by the tone of my voice that I was angry and delirious. So she had Ryan Walsh put out a statement that said, my best friend's sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who's dating this girl that Don Dom saw some wild dirt bikes at City Hall. I guess it's pretty serious. By the way, do you know the difference between Ryan Walsh and a computer? No. You can punch information into a computer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to my dirt bike fervor, which stunk almost as bad as Reichelt after that swim portion of the Ironman competition in the Connecticut River. Will, you're a nice guy, but that was appalling and disgusting. Can we not do this at one of our lovely high school pools? What does he care? He's been eating it for years over there anyway. He can drink it too. Am I right, Bazing? Hey, you're right about that. Bazing! <laughs> As the news spread far and wide into Greater Hamden County, our very own St. Nick Kochi himself suggested we offer a bounty. I told him the only bounty I need is a paper towel to clean up this gabagool that's all over my suit. I said, let's hop in your sleigh and go assemble the team. A group of the toughest, the leanest, the mean to round up these dirt bikes and keep our city streets clean. We picked up the commissioner and Ryan Walsh too, and then a couple of cheetahs from the Forest Park Zoo. I tried the monkeys, but one of them escaped and the other one died. I don't know what happened. <laughs> we flew past the new pump station, which makes things less smelly. Then we stopped at the new Panera Bread to pick up the brothers Picnelli. 
From 16 acres to Pine Point in Hollywood to McKnight, you could see plenty of parking at the Basketball Hall of Fame, even in the darkness of night. (laughs) (laughs) They were all at Mohegan. (laughs) (laughs) We stopped at MGM and picked up Chris Kelly and Beth Ward. And he was going on about something about the pen being mightier than the sword. I don't know. He's a great guy. He's like FDR and JFK sands the wheelchair in the hole in there. (laughs) We could see the dirt bike zigzagging throughout town. We were almost losing them, but I told my gang, do not frown. We have plenty of time, and we must keep low-key. Besides, St. Nick Kochi over here has to stop and take a pee. We tried to hit plan B, but the doors were forever closed. Costco Calvi and Droopy Monty were there with their axes, but said, We can't break the door down due to unpaid taxes. Oh, no. <laughs> Oof, fie, said as I ruffled my soiled clothes. Let's go on to a real establishment, my beloved Red Rose. We parked the sleigh on the street and headed inside where we enjoyed some zucchini, golden brown, and deep fried. Everyone had their bathroom breaks and we were walking with stride. We headed out the door and much to my dismay, someone had stolen the Nick Kochi sleigh. <laughs> The dingbat left the keys in it. Apparently, these two other dingbats from Bondi's Island Misfits took it into a joyride in the Palmer. I turned to Claproot and said, Oof, fa, what a day. And she said she'd get Captain Duda on it. All the Duda day. <laughs> Let's not make a big the deal out of this if I'm not going to think. We stood in the street and watched the dirt bikers ride over the Memorial Bridge and into Westside. As I stood there with defeat, my heart full of sorrow, St. Nick Kochi said... Dom, even if we caught them tonight, they'd be back out tomorrow. (laughs) Our new tactic is to scare them when they're near, letting those dirtbags sleep with the fear. Because our message is, you mess with me, you're going to get a bandage. Or you can take your other chances on the other guy with $10 and a fish sandwich. (laughs) So Merry Christmas to you, Bax. Marty, Bax, your lovely wife Jenny, your lovely daughters, good health to Mm -hmm. all of those around you. And I say good night from this beautiful city hall. I think I'll stop over at Mom and Rico's for a nice round of bocce balls! (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom, God bless thumbs up. Oh, very nice. Thank you very much. Oh, that leaves a a tear in my eye. Masterpiece. I spent eight months on that. (laughs) (laughs) And worth every moment. There you go. There you go. I, I hope they read that in the Sarna household this Christmas. I think uh, I think they will. I'll send them the script right <laughs> now. This is a masterpiece. Yeah, we can do it. It's seven fifty six of Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni at Rock 102. Hey. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people. Rock solid service. At every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Now, as I'm sure you're all aware, tomorrow night happens to be the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl between college football heavyweights South Florida and Syracuse. In fact, over the next three days, you'll get everything from the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl, the famous Idaho Potatoes Bowl, the Lockheed Martin Armed Services Bowl, the 76 Birmingham Bowl, the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, and the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. And then you'll have some other bowl games, too, that quite frankly are too stupid to even mention. Nevertheless, if you've been following the college bowl season like I have, you might have noticed an unusually high number of players who have chosen to not participate in these glorious and highly anticipated college football matchups. Instead, many players are opting out of the games to prepare themselves for the upcoming NFL draft, which I should point out is exactly 127 days away from today. And I'm not just talking about a handful of players 
I'm talking about a lot of players who have chosen to skip playing in such games as LSU uh, quarterback Jaden Daniels, who's opted out of the Relia Quest Bowl on January 1st. There's USC quarterback Caleb Williams, who's opted out of the Direct TV Holiday Bowl. Even North Carolina quarterback Drake May, who could be one of the first players chosen in the draft, has opted out of the Duke's Mayo Bowl next week against West Virginia. And they are certainly not the only ones. In fact, literally dozens of players are choosing not to play in these games in an effort to prepare themselves for something that's not even going to happen for another four months. Why? Well, there's always the risk that a player could get hurt. There's also the risk that the player may look like garbage during a very important game like the Wasabi Fenway Bowl or the Bad Boys Mowers Pinstripe Bowl or, God forbid, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. These young men can hardly be taking the risk of exposing all that natural talent and God-given swagger to potential calamity. Personally, I think the decision not to play is unfair to the guys who will be participating in those games, but I'm not the one vying for a higher draft position and an NFL rookie contract. I'm just a guy who wouldn't be acting like a self-centered puss 127 days away from the draft. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Is it too late to decorate your house for the holidays? Heck no. Holiday decorations are 50% off right now at Rocky's. Not just some of them, all of them. 50% off on holiday decor right now at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8-11 and Foreigner with Baxton Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Going to be sunny with a high of 41 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. What what are we doing? I don't know. Did you did you wind up posting your thing? I just posted. I don't know why the sound was playing. Oh, all right. Well, know, uh, Marty's got a video that he shared uh, with uh, with folks. Yeah, if you Instagram if you page. go to my Instagram and uh, and follow it, I have a video up there uh, for people to see. So yesterday evening, yeah, I went shopping. I was like, I just got to get some stuff for the kids' stocking or whatever. Mm-hmm. I went to Target. And I promptly remembered why I don't shop anymore, uh, or go to the Hoyoke Mall, or uh, well, sometimes, generally leave the house. Uh, you're a last minute Larry with the uh, gifts like I am, so that's yes. the only reason why we would go to the mall. Right, yeah. do what I do. I'm going to the Eastfield Mall tonight to do my shopping. There you go. That's good. Good. I'm gonna pick up some bricks. <laughs> yeah, mold mortar. <laughs> the last time I was there, I think, is when they were doling out COVID vaccines. So. So get yourself yeah. an extra booster. <laughs> you well, might yeah. even be able to pick up a cup of Orange Julius that uh, was left there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it may, uh, yeah, maybe slightly expired, but yeah. it's, you know, it's Christmas. So uh, I went to Target, and, uh, you know, I'm one of these people when I see these videos on the Internet of uh, – things happening I'm my first thing is always like why isn't anybody helping why are they just pulling their phones out and yeah. recording right and uh I found out that I'm not I'm not better than any of those people last night okay <laughs> just, I'm uh, I'm in the aisle with my little cart and I just hear like oh what's your problem dude this I was like well I gotta see yeah. what's going on so I I pushed my cart out onto the aisle there was another guy who was there Guy about my age, big big guy, probably like two hundred fifty pound guy. Yeah, yeah. I think he's Spanish guy, and uh, he looked at me, and I looked at him. We both shrugged, and we both just grabbed our phones and yeah. we put them up, and we just started <laughs> recording. These kids were going at it in the in the mall. Like there was a kid was like, "We're not fighting, we're not fighting," and then there's like one kid in the middle who's like separating them. Like, guys, this is, we're in the mall. 
we're not doing this like he and whenever you see that guy if you ever find yourself being that guy in the Mm -hmm. middle with your arms up being like i'm gonna stop this Understand, you're going to be the first one that probably gets. Punched. Oh yeah, you're going to be one of <laughs> and that, the, the peacemaker is the first victim. Always, always, and that's exactly what happened. He's like, guys, we're not going to bang. All of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. Some other guys walking towards us, and uh, he's like, "It's just a prank, you guys. It's just a prank." Which it wasn't. He was just worried we were going to call. He's like, don't go call. He saw me, and he was like, oh, the, the middle-aged white guy, this guy's going to call. This guy's going to definitely call the police. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, don't go call and let the kids do what the kids are going to do. You know, yeah, like, do yeah, all that, that kind of stuff. And yeah. me and the other guy go, we ain't calling anything. The guy goes, he goes the, the guy goes, this, he goes, all the cool stuff always happens when I'm not out with my wife. <laughs> That's what he said. And then, and, then, and then the guy's like, what's going on? And, and we just start rolling, and we're like, let's see what happens. And after the guy's like, oh, it's just a prank, you see the kid go flying. One kid goes through a shelf. There's just the finest target china going everywhere, <laughs> smashing on the ground. <laughs> And uh, and then better homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This, this is a video that uh, it screams uh, Springfield MA sucks uh, on Instagram. Yes, yeah, so it screams it. Those are my my buddies over there at the Springfield uh, MA sucks uh, Instagram, who I am a huge fan of and always wanted to contribute to. And I was like, well, I'm going to post it up. I, I have my Facebook set, so you have to follow me uh, mm-hmm. for it's not public yet. Right. And then uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to shoot them a message after and be like, hey, man, I was just using it to kind of plug my Thursday uh, show because <laughs> uh, we're doing a we're doing a we're doing a uh, comedy uh, Christmas party. Oh, look at you. Smooth. Wow. As silk. You're sliding yeah, it right yeah, in yeah. there. How we're about doing, that? Didn't well, expect you'd be talking about comedy on a show. So, yeah, well, you know, something stranger things have happened. And uh, <laughs> so this week what we're doing is we're doing a comedy Christmas party. So we're opening the doors an hour earlier. We're going to have some a few past apps. We're going to have some hot cocoa some Christmas music so that if people are sitting there listening right now and they, they work in a garage or they got like a small company with five or six people and they don't want to do a holiday party. They don't want to spend them. Just send a message. Be like, I'm coming with five people. It's 20 bucks. As long as you reserve in advance, it's 20, it's 25 at the door otherwise. But, um, we figured that this would be like a cool thing to do. So I'm using the video to plug that mm-hmm. and then I'm going to, Tell the Springfield MA sucks like, hey, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna flip you guys the video if you could just give me a little plug for the old Thursday, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely yeah, for the old Thursday comedy show. So, um, so I've put it up on my Instagram. So if anyone's listening and they want to f- uh, give it a follow, I will uh, approve them so they can watch the. I put some nice Christmas music back. You so did, were, you <laughs> did, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, just give it. What the is the feel of the season? Isn't it when people start uh, ransacking each other in the middle of a target? I, I can yeah. tell you what the yeah. f- the feel of the season in Hoyoke is. Uh, it's a cross between a Christmas story and Monday Night Raw uh, WWE. Yeah. yeah. Well, how many how many Christmases? Whether it's uh, Holyoke, Springfield, or <laughs> anywhere else. Where this is the kind of Christmas they expect. It starts off as a nice day. Next thing you know, F you, no F you, don't you F you, me, you. And then all of a sudden, fists are flying and stockings are coming off the mantle. It was uh, the only thing that could have made it more festive is if they were wearing hats, like Santa hats. I was really hoping it would have been good to have one with a Santa hat, but there wasn't. There wasn't. But uh, it is, uh, I thought it encapsulates Hoyoke 
like a chef's kiss. <laughs> I never, I've <laughs> never seen a, a fight there at the. For all the things that you know, you hear about uh, after the fact, I've never actually witnessed anything. Well, I've seen countless mall fights, uh, but this one particular went on for a good like they were tired from fighting and nobody was breaking it up not one target employee i saw a target employee walk down the aisle like they were ready to come out like they were gonna they're gonna look and stop it i saw them like walk hear the commotion and just turn their head and then walk back down the aisle like nothing happened because they're making whatever they're making ten bucks yeah. an hour or whatever they're like I'm not losing my yeah, life yeah. it's, it's so close to the holidays yeah. the last any Target employee wants to get is a mouthful of fist right yeah. right so everyone just watched it no security came no police yeah. they just fought it out till they were tired and, and then they all picked one of the kids picked up a basket which is the funniest thing you know like the little basket yeah. you know you go shopping you always feel like you're like I guess feel so unmanly just carrying a little like, you're just walking your little basket, <laughs> skipping through the park. One of the guys, when it's done, just picks up his basket and starts walking away. He <laughs> lost the fight, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I, think, I think he probably lost. Yeah, why don't you pick up your basket, you pansy? I don't think anyone really won the fight. I mean, it was ju- it, was, it was so ridiculous. No, it wasn't a fight. It was a prank. It was was there any resolution? I mean, did they uh, did they make up? Did they uh, they go out to like you know friendlies afterwards? Uh, what happened? <laughs> once once it spilled onto the floor and they were wrestling on the floor and the dishes were everywhere and everything else. Once that happened, um, I think they all realized how ridiculous they look when they looked up. And there's like 20 people just staring at them. With their like, phones. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. wow, yeah. look at these idiots, you know? And they just, they were See, just like, we're done. That's what I always appreciate is the different camera angles you get from different people. Yes. So I can't wait to see the other guy's video or another person that was standing maybe on the opposite side of where you were. Well, yeah. the, my, the, the other dude, the big the big guy that was standing the, that was like, oh, all the cool stuff happens when I'm not yeah. shopping with. That guy, I, I hope I get to meet that guy. That guy was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. that was that's pretty uh, funny. The other guys that were like, "Don't call a cop." So I was like, "Listen, guy, I get it. I know you think I'm the I'm 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 the no fun Karen, but turns out I'm in a great mood right now. Let's watch this brawl." You know, for anyone who says, "Well, why didn't you get involved and helps and helps uh, you know stop the fight?" What the hell are you supposed to do? Yeah, you're, you're not going to get involved in somebody else's fist fight. In a in a in a different day and age, you know, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, I probably would have walked over and but guys, guys. What are you I, doing? But I, you can't do it nowadays. Literally, one of the thoughts I had was, stay right here at this angle because yeah. if someone does pull a gun, I could just jump right back down this aisle. Before I know it, yeah. I'm in electronics and I'm out the other door. No one even knows. Plus, I, I don't want to lose this great camera angle. I yeah, to yeah. witness the you, whole you, thing. You, no, it was, it was, <laughs> you worked hard to get that camera camera position. I really, really the, did. The last time I saw a fight at the Holyoke Mall was uh, Kahunaville back in uh, oh yeah two thousand Tuesday nights. Yeah, Tuesday yeah, nights at Kahunaville. That's a, that it was in fact a Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, uh, my uh, buddy of mine just started pummeling on this guy. They were fighting over a girl. You know, of course, the, it's always a girl. The dumbest thing. And could uh, do and, and uh, my buddy just started pummeling the guy, and then we knew the bouncer who said, "You guys better get out of here because the police are on their way." So we got to leave before we get to, we we found out what happened afterwards. Wow. You ever, what's what's the uh, what's the worst bar fight you've ever been in, in your life? Have you ever been in one? I've never yeah. um, been in a bar fight. I've been in a bar where a bar fight occurred, but I, I was never involved in throwing fists or getting punched. But uh, I, I was at, I remember sitting at a, at a bar once and like there was this old guy who wanted to start a fight with some college kids. 
Okay. And uh, you know the college kids were drunk, and they were you know they were you know you know they were pretty aggressive too. But this old guy was like one of those old guys that just you you know he just you know he used to fight a lot, right? So don't but do wants it. to hold on to those languishing final strands yeah. of his tender youth. Yeah. And uh, so the. So the college kids, you know, they, they stood up out of their bar stools and were ready to start fighting the old guy. How did the old guy do? Crushed him. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely laid exactly. all of them out, like three guys. And, you know, I'm sitting at the bar. I'm probably like you know, three or four stools away. All I did was I stood up, moved my bar stool like three feet over. <laughs> and I said, and then, back I, want, I want to watch to see how this ends. And at that point, I almost felt like, you know, if I had the money to buy that old man a beer, I would have done it because he was such a hero. I, I've I've been in a few in my in my day. One one time in my probably early thirties, I was in Canada. Yeah, with some of my shadier uh, Russian friends, we were up there, <laughs> and uh, we just had a crazy night. It was like a twenty four hour whirlwind night up in Canada. We just went up for the night to go out, and uh, I got in a fight with this this kid who was jacked. He was like a, a boxing type kid, yeah. but he was he was little. And so I just, I was like, I'm not, I'm, so I just stuck my thumb in his eyeball and I just, I started pummeling him and I've never been in a fight. Usually someone breaks it up or something yeah. happens. I've never been in a fight where I'm literally tired from punching somebody, <laughs> but I, I just kept punching because I didn't want to get hit. Yeah. And he was like, un, basically almost unconscious and I'm just pummeling him. And then when I stop, all my friends, everyone's just staring at me like, look at you, you psycho. You know, yeah, I got blood yeah. all over me yeah. and everything. And and I felt cool for like one millisecond, like yeah. yeah. And then I turned, and there was these cops. They were the Montreal police, and they're like, <laughs> and I, I just turned, and I I went from being like the coolest guy to I, I did the the most uh, girly move in the. I just go like this. I go, he started it. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Dude, like, do we know what the Canadian statute of limitations is on a, on assault and battery? It's, <laughs> it's got to be. I'm hoping it's passed. And, uh, it's got to be. I don't think you're going to be extradited. <laughs> no. You don't yeah. think so? Yeah, no, no. No. I have one that I'd love to tell you, but I should probably tell you off air before I attempt it on air. Yeah, because you might that want one to. Could be. Yeah. It's uh, 824 <laughs> with Bax and Nagel and Marty Capri. Brody at Rock 102. 8.28 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, we got, well, we don't really have time to do anything here. We got news uh, coming up, and Dan Brown will give you the forecast. And it's like Man, a, we don't even need to do anything. We, You're almost on vacation. I Listen, I'm already out the door as far as I'm concerned. That's, that's it. <laughs> Mentally checked out. I, yeah, I'm totally checked out. I'm t- I mean, I'm, I'm looking at an Instagram post right now. I'm uh, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, balancing my, uh, my bank accounts. I mean, that's what I'm doing. That's all we, I'm doing. We've made the show a true multimedia experience. Well, that's what we yeah. like to do around here. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're on, we're on a lot of platforms. Uh, that's yeah. all we are. <laughs> we have news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your Western map. 832 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Due to the uptick of violence over the summer in the high school and union streets in Springfield, members of law enforcement conducted operated in Operation High School Out, which broke up two rival drug trafficking organizations. Two high school drug trafficking? No, no, no. It's just in the high and school streets. Uh, yeah, not high school. Yeah. If that's the case, these people are a little bit old to be hanging out near high school. But but they are the people who give the advice of, don't go to high school, go to school high. <laughs> Hamden DA Anthony Galuni 
uh, discuss the recent public safety uh, investigation in the area that he calls one of the most dangerous areas in Springfield. From July of 2022 to June of 2023, the Springfield police received 118 shot spotter activations in that area, 89 911 calls for shots fired, and 45 reports uh, filed for aggravated assault, as well as 23 911 calls for someone in possession of a firearm. Uh, two of the Hamden uh, DA's uh, Galooney's uh, task forces, with assistance from the Springfield Police Department, recently concluded a high-level investigation that broke up two drug cartels in the area. These cartels were engaged in a violent and deadly armed turf war looking to control the lucrative heroin and fentanyl and cocaine market in the high school and Union Street area. The violence resulted in numerous shootings, stabbings, and assaults, some of which resulted in the death of five individuals since April 30th of this year. Uh, D.A. Galoni applauded uh, all the uh, folks that uh, came together and helped make this happen. But then they have a list. Look at all the people that are arrested. The first one, uh, Brittany. Brittany Lambert. Oh, my God. Ah. Oh, my God. This is such a nightmare. I go out with my friends <laughs> just to have a good time, and I get arrested. Brittany, like with an I or a Y? It's a Y. Okay. Yeah. But two T's. Yeah, two T's. <laughs> Oh, this is like such an awful night. And we were out, and then Javier fired off his gun, and then it set off a shot spotter activation. I didn't know that the police come to those like right away. We're like, Javi, no. And Javi's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, no. And then he shoots the gun, and then we're like all arrested and stuff. It yeah. sucks. And you know what really sucks is I spent all day doing my eyebrows and they were totally lit and on fleek. Then I'm saying to my friends, I'm saying I'm without Miguel and Dennis and Lee and Louie and Hector and Fabian and Treshawn and Cedric and Juan and Igor. And I said, do these, will these handcuffs mess up my brows? And then they bring me in for the mug shot and they wouldn't let me use the snap filter to make the little doggy ears on me like I wanted to. There's nothing worse than doing a, 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 a duck face selfie without a filter. And then the arresting officer, Detective Katie from West Springfield. <laughs> oh my God, Brittany! I'm, I'm so, 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 so. I can't even oh see you here. Brittany, I'm sorry. This is like a huge operation. I can't get you out of this this time. This isn't like when you took your dad's T-bird. Okay, Toast. Turn, turn to the left, girl. <laughs> Her toast. Turn to the left. <laughs> toast for real. Toast for real. Oh my God. <laughs> Who wants to go to the club later tonight when we get out of here? It's so, so. This is how they should report the actual news on WWLP. <laughs> well, because those those gals are like. Uh, yeah. a lot of, oh yeah. my God! Can you believe what happened? There was a there was there was flooding on Route Five up in Northampton. The whole road is like closed. Do you think that that's what it's like uh, on the commercial break there? Because uh, they're all younger. Do you think they're like and and that is the news? And then they go to commercial break. They go, oh my god! So seriously, like after this, yeah, are we going to totally go out? Or? Have you ever seen these TikTok videos? I, yeah. I I find myself watching these TikTok videos every once in a while. You'll you'll uh, you'll stumble upon one of these weather uh, reporters. Or well, something. they're they're like news anchors, and they're doing a live TikTok. Uh, on their news set and right. then showing you how they conduct the news and then they're all like you know friendly afterwards and chit-chatting with the news guy but i bet you that's exactly what happens with some of them i well i can tell you guys one of the things i've always enjoyed about you guys in radio is the exact uh same thing happens in radio when you go to different markets and you got to do radio to promote the shows that night right 
you'll be sitting in the studio and they'll be talking the way that we talk on air, but th- that'll be off air. They're like, yeah, no, it's fine. Just you know, plug the dates if you have a funny story, tell it or whatever, and blah blah blah. And they're just sitting there like looking at a newspaper or whatever. And then as soon as it goes back, they're like, all right, we're back, Tom. What's going on out there? It's crazy, right? How's it going? Wow. Like, what? It's eight thirty-seven in the morning. <laughs> oh, what are you the guys thinking? Could come to the traps and backed up. And they do that voice, and you're like, wait, you're the same guy that was just talking to like a normal person. Like, what in the hell is going on? Well, sometimes you got to wear different hats. That's yeah. Like, by the way, did you see the mugshot? Uh, the mugshot roundup for this uh, this group of folks. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So right it's here. 18 people, right, in this big 18. picture. 18 people. And you know, every picture, they're all having a lousy day, including Brittany. She's not having a good day at all. Totes for real upset. There's there's one guy whose mugshot is clearly in a hospital. But then there's a guy all the way down at the bottom to the right-hand side. I can't. I think this may be Trey Sean. Yeah. Trey Sean, okay. Smiling like the picture's being taken at school by Olin Mills. He's like, like you got me. Everybody, you got me. Like it's, a, it's, yeah. like it's Grin and Barrett day at the high school, <laughs> and he just, uh, you know, He's waiting. He's waiting for his wallet size. No, 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 no. It's from my other photo company, School Shootings. Because <laughs> we were in the area, School Street. That's what we were doing yeah. down there. I mean, he, that that picture is almost suitable for framing. He's so happy to have been arrested with these uh, other seventeen people. You know what? Uh, yeah, I know Brittany. She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Ask her what a rainbow bright is. She'll tell you. <laughs> There's one color on all of us oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just five days before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, there's so much. Uh, we're having so much fun here. This <laughs> hey, Conan O'Brien stopped by a pizza shop in Connecticut. No kidding. How about that? Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. What pizza shop? What are you going to guess? Uh, one that might be an hour and ten minutes away. Oh, yeah. What do you? Well, which one? You got to guess one. I'm going to say uh, Sally's. Sally's? I'm going to go Peppy's. Nope, you're both wrong. Comedy legend dropped by a popular pizza restaurant in New Haven, Connecticut on Tuesday evening. Modern. Former yeah, former late night uh, host uh, Conan O'Brien visited Moderna Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, it wasn't your first guest, though, and even I grabbed know. a photo with the owner, uh, Bill uh, Pustari. Uh, staff at Moderna Pizza said that Conan also autographed a pizza box and drew a self-portrait. Conan also thanked the staff for the delicious meal. Ah, hmm. how about that, Bill Pustar, Billy Puss? That's what they call him down there. Would it be crazy? <laughs> you do you know that? Or no, I just made it, made it up. <laughs> Would it be crazy if you found out that uh, Conan O'Brien goes all the way to New Haven, okay, yeah. and he eats at a Pizza Hut? <laughs> because the legendary pizza restaurant, yeah, legendary, pizza. legendary worldwide famous pizza restaurants, and he goes to he gets a Domino's. It's like, what are, what are you doing? What is that? I I just like how you just assumed that this. Would you say his name Billy Billy his Puss? Name, his yeah. name was like Billy Pustari yeah, or something. Yeah, Billy Puss. Billy yeah, Puss. I know him down yeah. there. Do your pizza? That's yeah, what you got to yeah, do. I you got to have a nickname if you're down there. Like uh, like kind of like Mayor Dom yeah. Dom up here, you know? Yeah, but we, that nobody. Call, I mean. Now people call him. Yeah, now if you're going to Modern Pizza, go and say, what's up? Uh, The boys at Rock 102 said, hey, Billy Puss, good to say hi to you. Yeah, then all of a sudden, none of us can go to the Modern Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't going back to that Modern Pizza. You're not coming over here. Billy Puss don't want you in here. (laughs) Billy Puss don't want you. You know, that would be a fun thing to do, except it's too far away, would be to get slices from all the New Haven pizza places, and then we sit in here and we evaluate the slices. Road trip. We could do a road trip. I'm telling you, road trip and go down there. I want to see. I want to see the difference between the Frank Pepe and the uh, pizza. What's the what's the real difference? Sally's. 
Well, they're all a pizza. New Haven, they for whatever reason they call it a pizza. What did it, what was the name of that place I just read? Modern, modern. Pizza. modern. Okay, modern. But it's a pizza. It's not just yeah. modern pizza. There, there, there was another place that just opened out in Eastern Mass that they were boasting about. That. Sally's. They're, they're, Sally. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> Sally. No, Sally's and Pepe's are both you know yeah. uh, franchising out. Look at Bax and I both immediately knowing exactly yeah. what pizza place. We're like, oh, it's yeah. just open at Woburn. That's Sally. <laughs> I got a map in my office charting all these things. <laughs> I, I I really do enjoy a good pizza, and I really do prefer that thin crust uh, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, There's yeah. a place in Westfield that kind of – it's called Alessio's. It's out on Route uh, Route Ten and Two Hundred Two. Uh, Alessio. Yeah, Alessio. It's, it's uh, near the uh, near the uh, the Air Force Base. I've had there. family pizza in Westfield and yep. really enjoyed it. That's family's good. Good, but I but a lot of New England pizzas got that thick crust. Yeah, to that's it. That's a Western Mass thing, yeah. Right. So it's I'm not saying it's bad. I'm no, just it's saying great. I prefer the thinner crust pizza, and Alessio's makes this one. It's like a it's like a New York style crust yeah. to it, and it's really really good. It's the closest thing I can think of to getting like. A, yeah, I don't know. Is Jersey, there a lot of that around here? I don't know if there's a lot of the New Haven style. I listen, no and, Casa and, and Ludlow, my boy Jimmy over there. He yeah. does it. There's there's not a lot of that style. I mean, yeah. like like Red Rose. I was there on oh, Saturday, which God, is so so love damn it. good. That's I mean, it's a great place for pizza. You yeah, know, Tony's up on Boston Road is really good. Frankie's in Long Meadow, same thing. Same, yeah, awesome. But it's like you know, it, New Haven's got you know, like the corner of the market on that particular style. The thin crust, uh, kind of kind of burnt just a little bit. That charcoal. They a lot of them they cook in that charcoal oven. You know. Yeah. yeah. So it's got that charcoaly kind of. I like that. Uh, t- yeah. No, yeah. it's good. That's that's why they say it's the pizza capital of the world. I I I can't. And I'll say this too. It's not just New Haven, Waterbury, Connecticut. Um, that area's got really great pizza. There's a lot down there. I remember uh, years ago because. You know, growing up in New Jersey, you get a lot of that New York style pizza. Yep. There was this one guy who owned one of these places that said, "Like it's because of the salt air. There's something about being by the by the bay, by the ocean that that, that I don't know what the formula was, like what what the uh, secret to it was." They say with bagels or pizza, mm-hmm. the water that you use in the dough is yeah. is part of what makes the pizza good. I mean, I think there's something. To that, because like if you ever bought if you ever bought bagels in New York, I mean, yeah, they don't you can't find bagels like that anywhere. Right. Only in New York. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because I then again, everyone talks about tandem bagel here in Western Mass. Yeah, well, but those are great bagels. It's just there's something unique about that you un- the New flavor. York style of flavor yeah. of bagel that down there. It's it's a little bit different than anywhere else. But you know, there are pockets of the country. Yeah, you know, and and you know New Haven aside, that you that claim, oh, we've got the greatest pizza in the world, and you you go and you're like, eh, it's okay, but it's it's not that. Let's like let's, like Chicago, for example. Ugh. We should suggest to a Tandem Bagel Company to make a uh, Bax Nagel and Caproni bagel. A bagel, yeah, that's a good idea. I like I, it. I would put uh, some locks on there, some cream cheese. Do you like any of that? I like stuff? that. Yeah, yeah. Is that I've never had locks. It's like salmon. It's smoked salmon. Yeah, it's yeah. Really he's, good. He, he's got. He's a. Uh, he's well, fussy. Would you, would you put ketchup on it, you little five year old? Yeah, put a fried egg and some ketchup yeah, on, yeah. The, on the caproni. I would do that. No, we get, we come up with a recipe and just suggest. Let's just throw it out to the universe and yeah. see if uh, tandem is listening. To you know, us. what would be good is the three of us each pick a bagel. 
Yeah, and we, then they put it on the menu. Oh, like the Carnegie Deli. And then they yeah. tell us yeah. after a month which one sold which. All right, so I'll take the lox, uh, the capers, uh, the the uh, chive cream cheese, mm-hmm. and okay. uh, and a fried egg. Oh, you're gonna yeah. you stealing my fried egg? No, idea I'll do a fried said? egg no matter what. Oh, okay. Or maybe some sauce. No, you know what? And sausage patty instead. How about that? No okay. fried egg, just a yeah, sausage right. patty. Fair enough. And what about the uh, and red onion too? What about you, Bex? I would, uh, if it were up to me, yeah. uh, totally. I'd have uh, I'd have a bagel, maybe a little bit of olive oil, some uh, some prosciutto, some mozzarella, some basil, and a nice fat piece of uh, tomato on the top. All right, and then uh, you, Marty, what would you put on yours? Well, here's what I would do. Yeah. Now that you said it, I would I would do a smear of ketchup. You're disgusting. <laughs> You're just absolutely a vile human being. And hot dogs sliced Shit. real thin. You know what? Maybe I can see the hot dog, Shit. but ketchup on a bagel? Really? I just want to see your face. <laughs> You're disgusting. You're disgusting. I just, I just You're disgusting. Just I'm not going to be able to eat for the rest of the day now. Just thinking sh- about ketchup on a listen, bagel. Listen, smear ketchup one side, smear a mayo on the bottom side. Oh, Jesus. What are you making a Big Mac over there? Wait, what are you wait, doing? It's just Marty's special sauce. Please, Tandem, do not listen to I'm him. I'm not done making, yet. Yeah. And then maybe like some uh, a little bit of shaved turkey on there. Yeah. Yeah. Turkey and ketchup? That's and then, oh, that's just not right. And then maybe a fried egg. No. No. Well, you no. ruined it with the ketchup. The schmear of ketchup, you ruined it. Maybe I could be convinced maybe to substitute for a tomato slice. All Maybe. right, tomato slice I could go with. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's the idea that you're putting ketchup on a bagel is that's just a sin. I don't think I it's get a sin. the hot dog thing. I get you know, I know you're a little Steve, weird. nowhere in the Bible does it say you know that's not allowed. You know, you know, I'm not sin. backing down. I don't want the slice tomato. I want the schmear of ketchup because I believe there's enough people out there that are ketchup aficionados like myself that single handedly just to spite you would show up and order the ketchup smeared bagel. I don't think so. I think uh, you're wrong, Bax. I think uh, when Jesus was writing the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Jesus didn't write the Ten Commandments. Yeah, he wasn't around. Who it was Moses. The, Moses came Moses down from the mountain yeah, with he, the ten, the 15. Nope, Ten, ten commandments. commandments. Wasn't yeah. it a bush? Wasn't it a bush who wrote it? Uh, a what? The burning bush. The bush. burning bush yeah, wrote yeah. the Ten Commandments? Not yeah. getting that. Yeah, so, no, yeah. uh, nothing that a trip to a pharmacy could take care of. In the, in the original draft, it was... Uh, I mean, it wound up coming to be honor thy mother and father, but it was supposed to be do not ever by any means put ketchup on a bagel. It's disgusting. It's a sin. You're going to go to hell. That's That was one of the I, I don't think I, that. Yeah. Whatever church you go out to in Huntington, probably the one where you dance around with snakes and everything, whatever church <laughs> that you go out to there, maybe that's why you guys are so anti-ketchup. Yeah, it's called the Church of the Good Time, and losers like you aren't invited. People with a solid Western Mass blue-collar upbringing such as myself are not opposed to ketchup as a condiment. We like it. It's American. It's refreshing. The only thing blue-collar about you is the curacao that you spilled on your shirt last night Listen. when you were driving to drink down your throat. beautiful yeah. martini. Because yeah. you were at the cow wound starting fights. Yeah. I asked Brittany what kind of martini she wanted, and she was like, I like it! Come on, Tazi! Here we go. God. This is why they call me Rainbow Bright. Yeah. <laughs> your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, very sunny with a high of uh, 41. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 27 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Tired of... Un-
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 856 and Collective Soul with Bax and Nagel on uh, on Rock 102. And Marty yeah. is uh, is here, too. So that's uh, thanks for coming in. Ah, thanks for having me. And and thanks for, uh, you'll be filling in in my, uh, my long, lengthy, long overdue absence. You must be excited. Dude, I'm telling you, I'm watch- I'm looking at the clock. It's 858, about to turn 857. In one hour, I will be sprinting to my car to begin my vacation. Just like, and if there's anybody in my way, you run them right over. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock them over like I'm Lawrence Taylor going after a quarterback. I'm just, I'm gonna be ripping heads. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Well, listen, I can't blame you. I'm, I'm uh, selfishly, I'm happy though that you're taking a vacation as your friend. But selfishly, I'm happy that I get to fill in and get paid to actually be here. <laughs> It's good. It's as good. opposed to these uh, occasional freebies, which are uh, yeah. you know, great, but at, at the same time, it's not paying the bills. I Yeah, well, I listen, I love doing it, and uh, you guys are always good letting me uh, shill my uh, <laughs> my Thursday comedy uh, show, which this week, by the way, is yeah. going to be great. Now, do you, do you, get, uh, do you have it uh, booked? Do you got uh, yeah. your people coming? Uh, anybody of, of note? Yeah, well, I'll tell you. So what we're doing this week um, is taking it back to $20, which is affordable for everyone i just need people to, to reserve in advance to either shoot me a message or venmo me so i can have a, a head count for the chef because we're going to do past appetizers at mm-hmm. like six so we're going to have some holiday music going at six we're going to have some hot cocoa people can buy a shot of peppermint whatever and put it in there if they nice. want you know and then we're going to do past apps from like six to seven. Uh, dinner will come out, you know, seven, seven, ten. The ghost of Christmas past apps. Yes. Oh, I yeah. like that. So, and then dinner will come out like seven, seven, ten. And then uh, the show will start right at eight. I do have a real fun lineup. I've got some of the people, like Katie Arroyo, who was on the show with us. Uh, Very funny. Down there, I got Katie coming. Um, but also, uh, the one to note that uh, is I have Lee Syatt coming in, who. Um, if people are big podcast listeners, they'll know Joey Diaz, Joey Coco yeah. Diaz. He has a podcast with Joey Diaz. So, um, oh, very he, cool. He's a very funny kid. So he's he's coming in, probably going to close it out. I think um, my buddy Dan Bolger might. Um, but there's a whole lineup of of comics. There's probably eight comics that. So we're going to be smaller spots, but and we're going to try to get people to do Christmas related stuff. We're going to do a ugly sweater competition. If anyone wants to uh, bring ugly sweaters, we're going to give them uh, some prizes for ugly sweaters. Nice. Uh, we might have a little raffle, some gift boxes that people can buy. Uh, we're just going to try to make it. We're trying. You know, I kept thinking about like the listeners, like the people who listen here. If you're in a small company and you're not going to have a Christmas party, like what do you guys do? You know what I mean? You maybe go out for a beer or for a dinner or whatever. But I was like, you know, if some guy has a company with like ten employees for two hundred bucks, he can take the whole staff out to actual yeah to an actual holiday party and a comedy show and actually have fun, right? So which, that which, was you know, so many holiday parties or not, right? So that was my thought. My thought was like for that or for like a bunch of guys in the office who want to have their own holiday party because they hate the one at their company. They'd be like, hey, let's get the people we like together <laughs> and let's go out to uh, to loft. Yeah, so. that's a whole lot more fun. Plus, yeah. you don't have to talk to each other because you're you're basically just uh, you know, yeah. enjoying the show. Well, and if you want to talk, you, that's why we have it at the doors open at six now instead of seven for this show. Because people can come in early, they can uh, mingle, they can talk, and it's not just for like employees. I mean, the the people who come every week, we obviously want to see them, but um, for everybody, if you come with your friends or whatever, so you come for an hour early, listen to some Christmas music, get in the get in the in the feeling, you know, uh, do the raffle, the whole thing, and then 
and then you know we'll uh, we'll we'll turn into a good show for everyone. That'll be a good night. Yeah, yeah it's uh, nine o'clock with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni again. View Street in uh, in Chickamauga with yes. the Loft Comedy Club. Yep, very good. Absolutely. Bax and Nagel and Marty and Rock One Hundred Two. Rock One Hundred Two. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9-12, and Eric Clapton with uh, Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni, who is uh, here for the rest of the hour. And actually, you're going to be filling in for me while I'm on vacation, so uh, that's good. We're just talking about uh, how excited you're going to be to skip out of here in 40 minutes. Uh, you know what? Uh, tick, tick. The clock <laughs> on the wall is just uh, slowly ticking down to uh, vacation time. I would bet that there's probably a whole bunch of listeners that are... T- going to be taking their vacation uh in the same time frame that you are that Mm -hmm. are also of the same mindset right now i also have to consider there's a good number of people that are probably saying i can't wait till he's gone (laughs) i doubt that i don't know there's there's a couple people i'm sure they would just say please let him go no i I think as as usual everyone's going to miss you i think steve and i are going to do our best to run this what usually turns into a pirate college radio station while you're gone <laughs> all professionalism goes out the window Listen, i don't i don't care if you drive it into the ground i'm still coming back on january 2nd Perfect. to try to, to put to put the whole thing back on my shoulders <laughs> try to make sure there's still a studio for you to walk back into well you know, it is it is quite a burden to have to save the show every single <laughs> every day. day it really is well, that's it's, why your name's top bill you know that's it no no my name is top bill because i've been here the longest oh, okay. that's why oh that's why I'm yeah that's it, more or less or just you know, phonetically it just sounds better Hey, uh, Saturday, February 3rd at the Delaney House in uh, Holyoke from 6 to 9. It's bourbon, barbecue, and blues. You like all three of those things, don't you? I mean, yes, yes, and yes. It's a it's a great night. Your mission includes a Hudson whiskey tasting, a multi-course meal, and live music from Neil and the Vipers. Tickets and information about the, uh, the night are uh, available on rock102.com. There's less than 100 tickets remaining. So if you're going to do wow. this, you might want to do it quick. It's a great holiday gift for the bourbon, barbecue, or blues lover in your life. It's all brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Aqua Pump, and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. You, you're going to that, right? Yeah, no, we uh, we usually, we usually, well, here's, here's the thing about it. We go, uh, but there's nowhere for any of us to sit down oh. to eat the barbecue, oh. to drink the bourbon, or to sit and listen to the blues. Which gives us the blues, because I would like to sit down and feed my fat face with barbecue right. and wash it all down with bourbon. But it, but that's uh, they, there's never been a staff table, which I think would be a, an appropriate place for us. But no, it's a very nice uh, it's a very nice event. Yeah, maybe, Everyone has fun. Uh, maybe if I'm in town, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll pop in and eat some barbecue with you. Well, there's yeah. uh, there's less than 100 seats remaining. <laughs> okay, all right. Strongly suggest getting your seats, otherwise you'll be <laughs> standing room only with Rock 102 staff. Well, when I went by that uh, Bonk and Smoke with you and Steve the last time, uh, isn't, that, isn't that a nice event? It was an it was an awesome event. I didn't sit. Uh, we just I just stood there and ate. Past app after past app when they just kept coming by, I was like, "Ooh, I'll try those again." I ate. I smoked a cigar with a with a, with a buddy of mine, Bobby yeah. Listwell. Think you know Bobby? Yeah, I know Bobby. Yeah, well. he, yeah. And, he and I, uh, he, uh, he and I uh, exchanged smoke. You could say good guy to smoke a cigar with. Absolutely, we had a nice time. Every 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 year, it's it's the same damn thing. A really nice event where I have fun. Darn, yeah. darn, darn, darn. Well, yeah, but uh, no, it's, this is another great event at the Delaney House. So hopefully. Everybody can go, and we can sell that sucker out. You get to you get to meet the listeners and stuff, which is cool. Oh, you know? it's always good to rub elbows with the listeners. It's uh, 
it's a little more upscale crowd than what used to be there for the old work release. You know, it's uh, you know, it's a little more. Oh, I don't know, uh, Marty. <laughs> there were a couple where you say this is the most sophisticated <laughs> night this town has ever seen. I think my favorite one, and I'm not going to name the uh, the place, but uh, you know, every, when we were doing them, every place was required, yeah, to provide food. You know, and some places would go, you know. Complete, you know, way over the top. They go all out, yeah. The carving stations and you yeah. know, you'll be passing around appetizers like you know, lamb chops and stuff. And there was one place where they provided a gigantic bowl of pretzels and a huge platter of, <laughs> of uh, deviled eggs. Now, you, you wow. know, I'm thinking, this is, we have brought class <laughs> to this town. Bring us your finest deviled egg, please. Now, I, I, let, me, uh, let me throw this at you. What town do you think this place could have been in? Deviled eggs and pretzels? Yes. I'm going to go Palmer. Exactly. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> it, it, it. It didn't even seem like it was ever a, a doubt in your mind that it, it can only happen in Palmer. But it was, uh, you know, and listen, I, I like pretzels. Yeah. And I like deviled eggs. But if the best thing you're going to bring to me in a bar and, and Palmer is a platter of deviled eggs, I think I'm going to stick with the pretzels. Well, here's the other thing. I I remember from the work release uh, a few times being there that the uh, the folks that came out a lot, they weren't really high spending sometimes. They would just come in and get draft beer. Like They'd be like, how much is a pitcher of Bud Light? I'll get one of those. I can't imagine... Uh, the gastric distress of just eating dr- eating deviled eggs, pretzels, and then drinking <laughs> cheap draft beer. Oh, it was <laughs> oh god! It was a night of uh, a lot of colon distending and fun. It really was. Whether it rained or not, the Chicopee River or the uh, Connecticut River was flooded with <laughs> effluage. Uh, um, yeah, I uh, I definitely uh, I definitely think that the uh, the bonk and smoke was a more upscale event. I'm sure this one will uh, be it, without without question. Now here's a question for because we always talk restaurants. Uh, let's see if we're on the same page as if you're going out to dinner in Palmer. Where are you going to dinner? Hmm, that's a that's a tough call. Right. Um, but uh, steaming tender is pretty nice. They nailed it one note or less. That's what uh, I was going to say. Steaming tender, and I would say uh, another one that's actually uh, quite good is the China House. I've never eaten at the China House. Uh, yes, that's right on the main street, right there, kind of where Friendly's is. Is that? Right? I don't. I don't know. No, no, it's not on the. It, it's a little bit off the beaten path, but it's a. It's in a plaza. It's quite good. The amount of uh, the portions are outstanding, and it, as far as Chinese food goes, it's pretty doggone good. Listen, if you're gonna go, where's your favorite go-to for Chinese food? That's a great. Suzuki Lao's gone. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. Uh, it's tough. I got one for you. Which one? Kiyomi and Chickabee. Kiyomi, where's that? Ah, <sighs> you know Grattan Street. Yep. Where uh, Loft Comedy Club is every Thursday. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Grattan Street and Chickabee. There used to be a pizza place. Um, Kenny, who used to be the uh, bartender at the Hukilau for years and years. He was right. like the mayor of Chickabee by the time he was done. Um, he bought this old pizza place and turned it into a fantastic uh, Asian restaurant. Mm. So it's, uh, you know, Chinese, Polynesian influenced food, but also they do sushi. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, my favorite Chinese restaurant is 
closed a few years ago. Which one? Zen up in Northampton. That was a good one. I never went Really good one. Really? Super good. Really? Yes. Uh, but, the that, only... but they shut down. I don't know uh, what the the story was, but they uh, for what they, they, they shut down before the was pandemic. that like a hibachi where they're no the stuff no and they, they no it was it was not just hibachi. Chinese food just Chinese food you got to go to Kiyomi Ruka. you got to right. take Jenny to and go to Kiyomi all right get actually get the orange chicken there oh that's good too yeah oh it's so he does it he does it perfect okay you know, so that's, to consider that's if we're talking we haven't talked restaurants in a while you know no, it's, unfortunately we we're out of time because we talk you and i could talk about this for like six hours and i'm on vacation in 40 minutes <laughs> it's, it's literally it's literally like when steve was talking about uh the a pizza and we're both like oh yeah that just opened at woover <laughs> it's literally our favorite pastime it's 921 a rock 102 <laughs>